1: the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley.
4: And greetings to you as we are experiencing a very, very unorthodox week. It's Holy Week in American for America for Christmas, Christians as well as uh, for Jews as this week is like one we've never experienced. We're glad you're with us this afternoon. And as always, I want you to know that my first commitment to you is that we want to be here for you. We want to be able to uh, share truth with you, but we also want to be the appropriate encouragement that is called for the times that we are in. And you know, it's been a holy week of self-reflection. It's been an isolation during this holy week for many that we've never experienced. And as if we have uh, walked through, not only looking at uh, what's happening around us today, but then sort of uh, putting the backdrop of what we know of what happened thousands of years ago during this week, it has been a tremendous time of reflection for me, and I hope that it has been for you as well. And to think about it, to think about the intrigue that we have been following this week, we have intrigued not only with following what was part of the moment-by-moment uh, actions in Jesus Christ's timeline in the last week of uh, his natural life before he was crucified, and then we have the timeline that we have been following for the coronavirus day by day and, uh, and some days... Um, appearing rather gloomy, some days giving us some hope. But I want to tell you that the whole picture here is our hope in Jesus Christ. For you see, a few days ago we celebrated Jesus coming into the city of Jerusalem. He was hailed as King of the Jews. And quite frankly, we must understand that was a very literal sense. Because the people were there were not worried about a king that was necessarily going to be representing Judaism. No, no, no. They wanted a political king. They wanted someone that the people could rally around. That they could raise their forces. And that they could work toward not only ousting uh, the Romans, uh, but also. The uh, Jewish synagogue, the temple there in Jerusalem, had really become corrupted. And so Jesus was coming in that day, as we mentioned earlier this week, as the sacrificial lamb. On the very day that millions of pilgrims, maybe up to two to two and a half million pilgrims, all coming up to the temple, all with their families. And at least 250,000 little baby lambs, little baby goats, would be sold. It would be inspected for three or four days to make sure that they were sacri- they were sacrificed without blemish. And Jesus came through the sheep gate, just like all of those sheep would enter into the markets right there at the foot of the temple. And then we reflected on Passover. Passover this year occurred on Wednesday night, and we had the opportunity to focus that many believe that Passover is Jewish and Easter is Christian. Well, no, no, no. Number one, remember that as a Christian, my Savior is a Jewish carpenter. My Savior is someone who was well versed on Jewish law, and uh, our Savior came to Jerusalem to participate in the Passover with his inner circle. We know it today as the Last Supper. And so the week began, and um, then we have Thursday, the Thursday before Easter. And it's Monday, Thursday. It's a celebration where we look at the washing of the feet. You know, I was reading this week of when uh, Jesus sent out the, uh, I believe it was the 72, sent out all of the followers uh, at that moment to go out two by two. And they weren't even supposed to wear sandals because he said, don't take any sandals. And so they trucked around barefooted. And even those that wear sandals, you can imagine in that very arid land, feet get pretty dirty. And usually when you visited somebody's house uh, at the time of Jesus, there would be a servant there that when you arrived, your feet would be washed before you entered the residence or when you came in, the first thing that would happen, they would wash your feet. Certainly, the, the owners of the resident customarily would not be the ones washing the feet. But that's what Jesus did. And he also took in that last supper. And what's interesting, that even though that we don't necessarily pay all the attention to Thursday, that maybe we should, and again, it's uh, Monday Thursday, Monday comes from that the Latin word and it's a Latin word for command. So you might say, "Well, why was why was this command Thursday?" Well, the central theme that came out of that night was Jesus's command to his inner circle, his disciples, and that was to love one another. And the central tenet of the gospel of Jesus Christ is this brotherly love or to love one another. And therefore, that's where we get that Latin word for Monday, and that's Monday, Thursday. And then, of course, we arrive at Good Friday. After a night, the most extraordinary night in history, a night when Jesus left that upper room, made his way through the streets of the city of David, outside the walls of Jerusalem, going down, crossing the Kidron Valley, and then heading up to to the Olive Grove. The Olive Grove that still stands there today, that still has olive trees, 2,000 plus years of age. Uh, olive trees that you can go, and if you're on one of my tours and many other tours, you can you can marvel at a tree that the experts believe was there, the time that Jesus and his disciples took refuge into that Garden of Gethsemane. And, of course, you know what happened. Uh, he prayed. He prayed so hard, the weight of the world, the sin was on his shoulders, and he prayed blood. He, when he was praying, he sweated blood excuse me. And then of course Judas came in and uh, who betrayed him for the thirty pieces of silver brought in the temple guards, they seized Caesar uh, they seized, excuse me they seized Jesus and uh, as they were doing that, uh, Peter cut off one of the ears of uh, those uh, that were there in the military on entourage and Jesus uh, had to replace the ear and they took Jesus to a horrific night. Of trumped up charges, slapping, spitting, humiliating him, and then taking him on false charges, not once but twice to Pontius Pilate, until the the leaders of the temple, a and company, got their way, and uh, he was dragged off. A Good Friday afternoon, at about three o'clock in the afternoon, he gave up his soul. And the glorious thing is, is as we are, we are reflecting on all of these events of the. Week, we go from Good. To Resurrection Sunday. Oh, what a glorious day that is. And remember that it was, the females who were with the entourage of Jesus and his disciples. And in fact, you have to be a, a very uh, pretty astute student to read and understand that women were a part of uh, that ministry, especially as it grew over the three years. And there was a lot that the women were doing to support that effort. And it was a women who went out early on Sunday morning Because Jesus had to be taken off the cross, because in that year, Passover was going to, of course, happen at sundown. And very quickly, one of his secret supporters in the Sanhedrin, that's Joseph of Arimathea, he talked to Pilate, and um, sure, they knew each other politically. And he was given permission to take the body of Jesus and to put the body in his own tomb. And we know what happened then. The women came because he was so abruptly laid in the tomb. He was wrapped in some linens, but certainly was not uh, prepared uh, after death by the herbs and spices. So they came back to to finish the job, only to find out that he has risen. He has risen indeed, and so that's the hope that we have. And as I uh, uh, challenge uh, on my something to think about, <clears throat> not only as we reflect on. Uh, Monday, Thursday, but uh, Good Friday and Easter. The, the end of that story is he has risen. He has risen indeed. And so today as we contemplate the part that uh, you and I have played on this um, Holy Week, uh, the part that we have contributed to the sin in our lives, that uh, it was because that he came and he gave his life for us, He's the substitutionary, uh, redemptive body that was given for all. So, I hope that as we have so many things that are happening around us, and especially with this this environment that seems so strange that we find ourselves in uh, because of the COVID-19 crisis that we're in, and also knowing that our future When we get going, when the economy is called up, when you're going to get back to your job, for those of you who haven't been at your job, uh, things are going to be different. And so much speculation is going on as to how we will uh, react in the days ahead, and some of our um, customs are going to be changing. I just want to tell you that um, in the midst of all of this, I think that God set it aside So we would have this special week, uh, the week that we are in the midst of uh, closing out the week, and just saying to God, "Be the glory for great things He has done." I'm Bill Bunkley. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. We love you, and we're here for you. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
5: Do you currently get regular structured settlement or annuity payments from an insurance company for a personal injury, auto accident claim, wrongful death, or inheritance? If so, you don't have to wait for months or even years to get the cash you need now to cover urgent expenses like debts, tuition, medical bills, or exciting events like a new baby or down payment on a home. With over 25 years' experience, J.G. Wentworth, the country's leader in structured settlement purchasing, has helped thousands of people get the cash they need. Call today at 800-741-59. We offer flexible options that pay you a lump sum of cash for a portion of your payments, ensuring you get the money you need now while still receiving future payments from your structured settlement or annuity. And unlike others, J.G. Wentworth is a direct funder and can streamline the process, helping you get the lump sum of cash you need faster. For your free cash now quote, call 800-741-5929. That's 800-741-5929. 800-741-5929.
4: Hey, it's Mike Gallagher here. Things being what they are, you might have more spare time than you're used to. Keep busy by attacking that honeydew do list, including having Auto Glass America replace your cracked windshield. Auto Glass America comes to you, keeping you safe. And with comprehensive insurance, you'll not only get a new windshield, you'll get up to $100 cash back. If you're a snowbird, it's connected to Florida Insurance, so you won't get this deal up north. I'm a customer. I love Auto Glass America. Call
3: 813-96-GLASS, 813-96-GLASS, or autoglassamerica.com. If you're a pastor or you love your pastor, don't miss No One to Tell with Dr. Andy McDaniel.
6: And we don't want to let them down. Not having an answer is a pressure all by itself because we're struggling with the idea of not being able to answer their question. And we feel that expectation. It is not always as easy as quoting
3: a scripture. No One to Tell with Dr. Andy McDaniel. Sunday afternoons at 2 on Faith Talk, 570-910 and online at letstalkfaith.com.
4: We're back, Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. On this uh, Monday, Thursday, let me tell you what's happening here as we commemorate this day. Uh, We're going to have an opportunity to check in with Hillsborough County in just a few moments, and uh, that's going to be an opportunity for us to speak with John Paul Lavendera who's involved with code enforcement, but we're going to talk uh, a little bit about uh, the COVID-19 protocols right here in uh, Hillsborough County. In the next hour, we'll be talking with Salem Media's Bearing Arms website editor Cam Edwards on the exploding gun sales that are happening around the country. And uh, we're delighted to have uh, North Point Church Senior Pastor Steve Wells is going to be with us. He's going to be sharing a word some thoughts about uh, this day and the COVID-19 crisis, as well as praying for our community. All that's coming up. Now, I believe we'll check in because things are on the road, uh, on, on a roll again. Let's go ahead and go to, I believe, Tallahassee with some folks contributing. The question is on education. The education commissioner uh, is there. Let's listen in. On
7: those websites we've Tips For parents, since, as uh, Governor mentioned, they're all of a sudden becoming the main teachers there uh, for help and how to guide their kids with their online teachers to be productive and, and to continue their learning. Uh, from that, we evolved our uh, very robust online learning community. Um, and that's for all students, parents, teachers, uh, online educators for grades kindergarten through 12. And it's informative and engaging content. It's got articles, we have live webinars. So far we've had about 400 participants in these live webinars. We have served about 6,000 folks with these. It's all a one-stop shop, all consolidated for anybody who's interested in how to navigate uh, online learning. And finally, for students um, and the parents who want to put their students immediately into our flex system in order to help them continue with their education. Uh, We modified our our procedures so that when a student comes on board, the first thing that happens is the online teacher gets with them and determines where they are in their coursework so that they continue their learning again instead of just reviewing what they've already learned. They can move forward.
4: All right, Joe, let's go ahead and pull that back in a little bit. And uh, the reason for that is uh, there are six participants, including our uh, Commissioner of Education, Richard Cochran, And uh, we're only going to have a few moments, and it's almost taking things out of context. So what we'll do is we'll work next week to get uh, the Education Commissioner, Richard Corcoran, to be with us, and we'll review all of the education pictures, because I don't think we can do it um, justice right here. And, Joe, I got a little bit of an echo going on right here, just to pass that on to you this afternoon. Now, so today is the day think about this. today is the day that many of us don't even realize that it's called Monday Thursday and we don't realize that this is a this is a day that down through the centuries was also celebrated just like Good Friday. Uh, certainly just like Palm Sunday and of course, uh, We'll have Resurrection Sunday coming up in just a few days. But I'm kind of disappointed that this has lost traction through the years. Because, as I mentioned a moment ago, as we talk about the fact that Monday in Latin refers to the command. And the command was to his disciples, love your brother love your brother as much as you love yourself. Now, even if we had one little speck of respect for our brothers, and I'm talking about the discourse in America today. I'm talking about the, the backbiting. I'm talking about, to be honest with you, name-calling, all of what's happening. It's a bipartisan situation. But imagine it would it, what it would be like if we were all following Christian doctrine as it relates to how we treat each other what a different America it would be and I don't want to suggest that uh, even back at the time when our country was founded and our founding fathers were uh, you know putting together this this great piece of of government oversight that we call the Constitution what we call the of the Bill of Rights, um, we also have some excellent, excellent uh, perspective uh, from the Federalist papers. and don't think that they weren't arguing back then. Don't think that there were not rivals back then. there were, but you know what we were spared. We were spared social media. We were spared live cable coverage. And what I mean by that, that when those ugly little exchanges popped up, there was only a handful of people in the room, in close proximity, who were actually eyewitnesses to those dust-ups. And most of the time, they didn't get reported very widely. And so by the time you got your your news, if it was off the the hand pressed um, that the hand press that produced the newspapers back then, um, you got more of just uh, sort of the factual analysis of say a debate on one side or the other. Well, today we get we get all the ugliness. I mean, we get all of. Uh, what we've come to talk about as too much information. And the, the too much information I'm talking about is not the too much information of, you know, give me the facts, the figures, and some analysis. But the too much information is is even each day. If you've watched these press conferences, as soon as we get into the Q&A, it is, it is hard to even sit through. In the last couple of days, I've seen where Dr. Fauci and Dr. bricks they're now sitting on the side uh, in the chairs uh, right next to the platform uh, because I really felt for them day after day as they were standing there as this, uh, as this uh, sort of back and forth has, has been the drumbeat of these press conferences. And so now I think the new norm is the president will come out, he'll make his comments, he'll do his Q&A, And then when he departs, uh, the vice president takes over, and then we have uh, the various experts that are going to be addressing (laughs) the particular issues of the day. So let's remember today, can we? Brotherly love. That's what tonight is all about. As we think about the, the evening, the Last Supper, taking the Passover with his disciples, but even knowing what he was facing. The ugliness and the bitterness that he would face in the crowd saying, Crucify! Crucify! Get him out of here! No, we want Barabbas! Release the murderer! Release the robber! Don't release Jesus! We want him crucified! Imagine that. And imagine Jesus talking about love thy neighbor. When we come back, let's get an update from John Paul Lavendera with Hillsborough County on the COVID-19 protocols, of course, in Hillsborough County. I'll be right back.
8: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has been moved out of intensive care. Johnson has been in intensive care for three days after his symptoms for coronavirus worsened. He tested positive for the virus two weeks ago and at first had only mild symptoms. Democrats blocking a GOP proposal to shore up the struggling small business administration. Democrats demanding that the bill providing emergency loans to businesses be accompanied by guarantees it will help women and minority-owned businesses and banks. Fewer than 100,000 people went through airport checkpoints on Tuesday and Wednesday, the lowest number since the TSA started keeping track. And severe storms with high winds, hail, and possible tornadoes sweeping across the Midwest, causing damage in Indiana and Arkansas. A few injuries were reported. The Dow had 270 points. Now the NASDAQ is up 36. This is SRN News.
10: Hi, I'm David Moss Jr. from Moss Nissan, and right now, please know that the Moss family cares deeply about your family and our community. And as hard as we work to make our face-to-face experiences for our customers amazing, we understand that right now, not everyone will feel comfortable venturing out to a showroom. So I'd like you to know two things. One, we're going to get through this together. And two, our commitment to unbeatable customer service is always available at mossnissan.com where you can shop our full inventory of new cars and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. that are also available at any of our physical locations. You can secure financing, value your trade, take advantage of programs for all military and first responders, and complete your entire purchase online, and all from the comfort and safety of your home. We'll even deliver your new car right to your driveway. Plus, every vehicle features Moss Care, which one great benefit is an antimicrobial surface designed to kill all bacteria and viruses. At mossnissan.com, we're committed to never losing a deal over price, and more importantly, never compromising the health and well-being of our customers. God bless.
2: Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. In the book of 1 Peter in chapter 4, it says that uh, we have a place reserved for us in heaven. Mm. The fate is not away. Eternal in the heavens. we got a place. So I already know I'm going to heaven. But uh, one of the greatest things you can do is that if you have trusted Christ as your Savior... Let your loved ones know it. Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com.
11: The coronavirus is devastating our economy, leaving working men and women at huge risk. But you prepared, kept your insurance premiums paid up, and made sure you were covered. Don't let the insurance company keep you from getting everything you're entitled to. Go to FileAcclaimToday.com and let them act on your behalf. Business, home, building, wind, rain, fire, or flood, theft, vandalism, or act of God. You deserve what you've paid for. File a claim today. Toll free at 833-411-File or at FileAcclaimToday.com.
4: We're back. Bill Buckley here. Phone 9 is open at 877-943-9673. You know that I'm here for you. We're here for you. And uh, our mission over the last uh, few weeks, and will be our mission until. We reopen uh, so much of our economy and uh, when we get to some sort of the new normal, which is not going to be the old normal, we're here for you. We're going to keep you informed and we're going to be a source of encouragement for you as well. Well, this segment is dedicated to those of you who preside in Hillsborough County. Now, I know that we have uh, many other counties uh, in our very extensive listing area here in West Central Florida, Uh, but my next segment is going to be talking specific about Hillsborough County. Now, the members of the Hillsborough County Emergency Policy Group, which is made up of uh, uh, the mayor of the city of Tampa, the mayor of of Temple Terrace, the mayor of uh, Plant City, uh chairman of the county commission of hillsborough others police and fire uh, they were having their weekly meeting today that was happening this afternoon Uh, but to talk about some of the current protocols here in hillsborough county some of which may be the same protocols throughout our listing area we'll try and uh, kind of walk through that as well but particularly what's happening here in hillsborough county and joining me from hillsborough county is uh, the executive manager over the Hillsborough County Code Enforcement Division. And, uh, of course, I'm talking about uh, John Paul Lavendera. Uh, He's been serving us uh, in the county for 12 years. And uh, in his current role, uh, he is the emergency task force leader for the county's drive-through coronavirus testing sites. He'll be talking about that. And with that, Mr. Lavendera, good to have you with us today.
13: Thank you, Bill. A pleasure.
4: First of all, I want to thank you for your service, and I want to thank all of those who have um, had to be very creative in the last uh, three, four, five weeks on the county level, on all of our city levels, uh, to be able to uh, figure this thing out day by day with all the moving parts. And uh, please, on behalf of your service, we thank all of you.
13: Thank you. I appreciate that.
4: Now that we have uh, got some things up and running, Talk a little bit about what was the final determination that we are working over right now. Specifically, I want to talk about in generality how we have uh, are now under the city mandate, but also want to talk a little bit about people uh, who believe they want to get checked out with a test. So give us this overview.
13: Well, in, a, in an overall, I guess, 30,000 foot view, I can say, Honestly, the, the, the rules and all that apply as far as the quote-unquote safer-at-home order, um, all it comes down to is basically if you do not have to leave your home, don't. Uh, granted, there are exceptions. You do have to buy food. You do have to you know, go see the doctor. You do have to do things of that nature. You do have to go to work if you're an essential line of industry. So, the the, the uh, ordinance that was that was voted on uh, allows for that, so no one has to worry about the Gestapo or whomever pulling them over for for going to work or going to the grocery store. That's not the case here. It's just basically trying to get citizens in this county on one sheet of music as far as generally using common sense. Do not you do not need to leave your home unless it's absolutely essential, and that's not to make anyone's life difficult. That's not for some power play. That's simply to stop the spread of this virus because that's really and truly the only way we're going to be able to do that until, God willing, a vaccine or something comes along. We're going to have to minimize our contact and minimize the chances of we're being out there and exposing ourselves to that. So on that front, I can say that. Now, in terms of the testing, we have gotten more kits from the federal government, so we've reinitiated our drive-through test site at Raymond James, which is open to anyone free of charge, no need for medical insurance, no need for a doctor referral, You don't even have to have a primary physician. All you have to do is call the county's number. You go through the pre-screening, and assuming you pass the pre-screening, they give you an appointment code. You go to Raymond James Stadium. That appointment code has a date and time associated with it. You drive through, you get your test, and voila, you're you're good to go.
4: All right, let's make sure we break this down again, and I want to be very clear. This is for our residents in Hillsborough County i can't speak to uh the other counties that are listening in this afternoon but this is hillsborough county specific and uh, we are getting our briefing this afternoon from john paul lavandera and this is about getting tested now here's the difference you've heard on this program for a couple of weeks uh don't go to your doctor's office don't go to the emergency room don't go anywhere if you had a question or you think you have some symptoms, we have been telling you: you make that phone call, you 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 get people knowing, uh, you get there whether it was the state hotline we were referring to or the county health department in all the counties, to get that doctor's recommendation. Now, you don't have to have a doctor's recommendation, but you do have to make that call in Hillsborough County to be pre-screened, because unless you're pre-screened and you are deemed someone that needs to get this test right now, you don't get in your car, you don't drive down to Raymond James Stadium, you don't cause a traffic jam when anybody else is doing this because there's a certain time that you are to be there only assigned by the county. And so I want to bring um, Mr. Lavendera back in. The important thing here that I want you to talk about is, how about people who just think they may have a problem um we really want to make sure that you're pre-screened and if you're coming down and we're using a test kit we really want to make sure that there's more than a reasonable doubt that you might have it and it should be checked this is not just to come through and get a clean bill of health right that is
13: totally correct yes we uh when someone calls they're put in touch immediately with a with a licensed medical professional and they are screened at that point assuming however they answer those questions if they are deemed as a possibility of having the virus, they would be provided that appointment code and a date and time to show up, and then they show up. So you are absolutely correct. If someone has the expectation that they're just gonna drive up here willy-nilly, we can't support that because it's not just an efficiency issue, it's the fact that we're using a test kit, as you mentioned, for that person, and there's a back-end process with the test kit as far as the labs and getting the results back to the proper person And you can imagine if someone just drives up and we're trying to gather all that information and write it down manually on a piece of paper while there's cars piling up behind them and try and get the people ready and the kits set aside and all that, that's just not not conducive. So that's the reason more than anything we have the pre-screening is to be able to, the more people follow that process, the quicker they're out of here right now. And what I can say is that we have our process down very well with with BayCare, Tampa General Hospital, HCA, Advent health all these partners that are normally rivals have come together as one to fight this this virus with us and We have our process down where folks on average drive in and out of here from beginning to end in about three and a half minutes Whereas if you go to another site run by the federal government or run by another county You're up in the five-plus minute range So if folks follow the process and just do the right thing they can be in and out of here very quickly
4: and, again, as we have been talking about being considerate of our fellow brothers and sisters that are in uh, our our whole West Central Florida area here, this is so important. And let me just remind you that uh, Tampa Police has, uh, down at Raymond James, they have the jurisdiction. They've got a mobile command post set up. They've got plenty of officers. And so if you're going to just try to barge in down there, let me just give you a a little bit of a hint. It's not going to happen. And at the same time, you may have four or five folks that are really not feeling well at all. And if you're going to go down there and not follow the instructions, you know what you're doing? Not only are you not going to be seen, but you're going to make a scene. And you know what? You're You're making someone who may need more quick medical attention. You may just be delaying that, so let's be good good neighbors. Now, the other thing, Mr. Lavendera, is this is only at Raymond James Stadium, correct?
13: Correct. uh, The county test site is only at Raymond James Stadium. Now, there are some other private providers. That have mobile test sites for their for their patients. I, I don't know the exact names at all right now, And but you have to be part of their group and all. I cannot speak to those, but this county run site is 100% free regardless of whatever insurance company you have, even if you have insurance, regardless of whom your doctor is. This is 100% open to everyone and 100% free. So this is something that everyone should take advantage of in my opinion.
4: Now, do you have that telephone number? Because the, there's so many numbers and places to go. Do you have the number to get pre-screened for the free screening by appointment only at Raymond James Stadium?
13: Absolutely, Bill. The, area, the number is area code 813-272-5900. 813-272-5900
4: okay my hillsborough county fellow residents here's what you do you have the number written down 813-272-5900 813-272-5900 you dial that number you give them the information they need to know who you are where you are et cetera, et cetera where you live in the county then they're going to ask you some questions be honest honestly answer those questions at the end of that very brief interview, if you are going to be recommended to go down to Raymond James, they're going to give you all you need to have, which basically is going to be your appointment time and, the, and your slot. Once you have that, then and only then do you take that information and you go down and queue at Raymond James Stadium for your appointed time, and I'm just blown away. Three and a half minutes to drive in and get the get the, the test done you won 't get out of your car it'll be in your car there 's going to be social distancing I mean this is uh, in the fact that we put this together in a matter of days, week or two it, it is quite extraordinary and so um uh mr lamondary have, have I kind of walked through that again because I'm just trying to make sure our folks know what the process is at numbers 5900 813-272-5900, 813-272-5900. anything to add to that
13: uh, really and truly you've nailed it bill um i would and just you know just as an aside, taking a step back on this, I know these are rough times for all of us i mean this is certainly far from ideal, but just, I mean, from my, just from my perspective, having grown up here, being born and raised here, you're seeing in this situation like this, in a crisis like this, how everyone comes together, the city government, the county government, multiple health care providers, all these different entities that through the normal course of events are usually somewhat of rivals are all coming together shoulder-to-shoulder to shoulder, uniting and going into the breach and fighting this enemy in the name of the community. And all of this that we're doing at Raymond James Stadium and the speed which we're doing this, this is all organic to Hillsborough County. There's not a federal government entity out here running the show. There's not some super-duper entity from somewhere else that's come in and, and, and saved the day. We have all come together ourselves as a community to put this together and put it together well. So. I mean, understanding that this is not the most ideal situation, there's always a bright side to things, and I, I like to focus in on that because that, that, that shows that we're all together as one as a community and really and truly all as Americans to be able to do something like that, and it's, it's quite inspiring. Mm. And I
4: want to say Hillsborough County has been a leader in the area, even though this is not indigent care, this is emergency care. But one of the reasons why I think they had the expertise and you're seeing this remarkable program is you may not know it, but you pay a small portion of your uh, local option sales tax for the, the clinics that are around the town to help folks that, are unfor- that, that uh, need the help. And that keeps our population a little bit healthier, keeps health care costs down. But it's that same sort of thinking forward, thinking that has Hillsborough County out in front of this. I got about 30 seconds, though, real quick. And the other quick thing is Hillsborough County, Folks are recommending wearing some sort of mask when you go out, correct?
13: That is correct. Uh, some sort of uh, cloth mask is fine and maintain your social distancing. And as I mentioned before, if you don't have to leave your house, don't leave your house. All and right. little by little, we'll get through this.
4: All right. Hey, the number to call for your appointment at Raymond James 813 272 5900. 813 272 5900. Thank you, John Paul Lavendaro with Hillsborough County, for being with us today. I'll be right back.
0: Your feelings are very important, but don't allow them to be the foundation of your day-to-day. Let God's truth be your foundation. That's just one of the practical suggestions Stephen Arterburn, host of New Life Live, has written in 10 Ways to Overcome Your Fears and Anxiety. A 14-page guide free when you log on to our station website and use the keyword overcome. If fear is your biggest problem...
14: God is even bigger with a bigger
0: solution. Steve encourages you to let God's truth saturate your mind and heart. It will impact your feelings. Psalm 16.8 says, I know the Lord is with me. I will not be shaken, for He is right beside me. This doesn't mean you ignore reality. It means limiting the crummy
3: stuff we hear over and over again. Get your free copy of 10 Ways to Overcome Your Fear and Anxieties at LetstalkFaith.com. Use the keyword overcome. Let's faith.com Keyword overcome.
11: Cornerstone Pros. You don't allow just anyone into your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros technicians are the best of the best. Background checked, drug-tested, and professionally trained to certify skills and dependability. Servicing air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators, call 813-291-0522. For service like it ought to be Fair, fast, and friendly or Cornerstone
2: Pros Sunday mornings at 11 Join Dr. John Connell of Countryside Baptist Church For Helping Life make Sense
0: Give up your security blanket And open your heart and your mind To the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit Who dwells within you
2: Helping life make sense with Dr. John Connell, Sunday mornings at eleven on Faith Talk AM five seventy-910 and at Let's
15: com. It's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the kindness challenge each day for 30 days we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others on may 2nd you could win five thousand dollars and a deserving organization will also receive five thousand dollars in your name you can make a difference in others lives when you enter the kindness challenge take the kindness challenge
3: at letstalkfaith.com brought to you by word of life bible institute and faith talk
0: Connecting you with new
3: customers. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com.
12: Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Streaming at Let'sTalkFaith.com.
4: and we're back Bill Bunkley here Bill Bunkley show I wanted to um, I wanted to do a little follow along from our last segment because um, we just got out some important information to you, our listeners, within Hillsborough County. But I want you to know that we have not forgotten about our our listeners. We've got listeners uh, in uh, Polk County. Uh, we've got uh, listeners uh, in Pasco, Hernando. Uh, we've got listeners in Manatee and Sarasota County, So. Uh, know that uh, we're here for you as much as we are for w- Hillsboro or anyone else. Now let me let me sort of reset some things here. First of all, uh, you know if you live in Hillsboro now, you can call that number at 813-272-5900. You can uh, get screened, and uh, if uh, there is um, uh, meeting of requirements to run down and get a test, you can get a date. You can get a date and a time to be at Raymond James Stadium to get that test, taking about three and a half minutes. So what about the other counties? First of all, please don't be making phone calls if you live in one of the other counties in sort of an aggressive, impatient way. Hey, what's up? How come they're doing this in Hillsborough County and they're not doing it here in Sarasota? Or how come they're not doing it here in Polk? Please, please don't do that. In fact, please don't do that to any of, the, any of these folks on the front line who are risking their lives with the exposure. Let's, let's please not do that. But here's what, here's what you should do. You can go to our website right now at Let'sTalkFaith.com. Again, that's Let'sTalkFaith.com. Since the beginning of this crisis unfolding, we have had a special webpage all you have to do is go to letstalkfaith.com. On the landing page, you'll see that bar that goes across the, almost at the top, about an inch or two down. And you'll see in that bar, it says coronavirus. Just click on that. And when you get into that web page, we've got everything you need to know. Not only the latest updates on numbers, which we aren't particularly covering on the Bill Bunkley show. For one reason, they, they, they change once or twice a day. We're looking at the big picture. But the other thing is, we have all the resources that you need. If you're not in Hillsborough County, you can call the state number that we have right there on the website. You can call the Department of Health up in Tallahassee. Or we have each of the phone numbers for your individual health departments. At this point, I probably would recommend just calling your local health department. And you're doing the same thing that we instructed folks in Hillsborough to do. You're just going to say, hey, I am so-and-so. I live in Manatee County at such-and-such, such-and-such address. You know, I've got this cough. i got this happening. Um, I want to see. I think I may uh, be in the, the group that needs to get tested. And just walk through it with that person in your home county. And whatever the current protocol is, if they need to get you in to do a test. They're going to tell you exactly what to do in that county. And I know, first of all, look, I don't want to be curt with you, but, you know, I'm the guy that's still recovering from leukemia. I know what it's like to be not only, hey, I think you have leukemia. You need to come back from, from Sarasota. I need to get you into a specialist. I know. When that moment comes and you're thinking, oh, my word, what has happened? So I know if you get that little cough and you've got a little shortness of breath, I know. And I also know that you can get stressed out pretty quick. And when you get tight in anxiety, you're going to have a harder time breathing anyway. So part of how we react to this news is getting in the way of getting a good diagnosis anyway, because you you can sort of tighten your whole respiratory system up just by being stressed. But the point is, boy, I've walked through this, and I can tell you there's days that I was anxious and and days that I was probably a little shorter than I, no, I will say I was shorter than I needed to be, but looking back on that, right now with what these heroes are doing, anybody you're going to go see, anybody in the process, even if you end up driving through one of these lanes and Man, there's a mom or a dad, a family member, they're out there. they got the gear on, but they're there to do their public service for you. Man, treat them. Treat them. Treat them as royalty. Thank them. Thank them for what they're doing. Same thing when you go to the grocery store. If you're in the grocery store, in the pharmacy, wherever you're at where someone is working, man, let's let's go out of our way to do something we don't do very well in America. Number one, let's look at who we're talking to and let's sincerely thank them for their service. And just call that number in your local county and uh, they'll give you counsel on what to do and just follow those steps. And um, try your best to let the Lord just just so overpower you with his spirit and to do things in his way. Because when you get impatient and you get ahead of him, it's kind of like Saul in the Old Testament in First Samuel ten, where he was waiting for uh, the prophet Eli to get there, uh, the priest I should say, he was a little detained, and so what did Saul do? And he ended up building an altar, doing all sorts of things that weren't in his lane, and it cost him and it cost Israel. It will also cost you as well. Love thy neighbor. That's the commandment for today on this Monday, Thursday. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up. I'll be right back.
2: Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group.
8: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has been moved out of intensive care where he was being treated for the coronavirus. As his government told Britons to prepare for several more weeks in lockdown, Johnson had been in intensive care for three days. News of his improving condition was welcomed across the British political spectrum and by President Trump. Senate Democrats have blocked a proposal to add $250 billion into an emergency loan program aimed at helping businesses hurt by COVID-19. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell accusing Democrats of holding Americans' paychecks hostage.
18: Unless we pass
8: another sweeping
18: bill that spends a half a trillion dollars doubling down on a number of parts of the CARES Act.
0: McConnell says a funding shortfall at the Small Business Administration calls for swift and focused action without turning every conversation into a conversation about everything.
8: Democrats blocked the bill, saying it didn't do enough to guarantee aid for companies owned by women and minorities. Bob Agnew reporting. Also at SRNNews.com, there may be some good news about the coronavirus. Correspondent Rita Foley reports.
19: The nation's leading infectious disease expert says we may be turning a corner in the battle against the coronavirus. I'm always
15: very cautious about jumping the gun and saying, well, we we have turned the corner.
19: But, says Dr. Anthony Fauci, think
15: we are really looking at the beginning of that which would really be very encouraging we need that right now
19: dr fauci tells the today show the data shows that virus fighting efforts are working the physical separation the hand washing
15: but having said that we better be careful that we don't say okay we're doing so well we could pull back
8: i'm rita foley and on wall street stocks are higher Looked to uh, look to a higher finish anyway the dow is up 292 points that's just over one percent the nasdaq is ahead 55 this is srn news she used to play hide and seek in your backyard now she's getting
5: married in it so when you see a bear spot you need something that patches it fast pennington one step complete has a revolutionary formula that repairs bear spots in only two weeks or less Pennington has been trusted since 1945, and now it works even faster. One Step Complete from Pennington. Honest Green. Get your lawn ready for any occasion. Head to your local retailer to pick up One Step Complete. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans and Rocket Mortgage. During these
18: challenging times, our commitment to providing you with the best mortgage experience remains. We understand that hardships may arise, and we're prepared to help. Mortgage rates remain near historic lows. If you think that now is the right time to refinance your mortgage, our home loan experts are available to help 24 hours a day, seven days a week at rocketmortgage.com. Call for cost
2: information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. And mlsconsumeraccess.org, number
8: 3030. Christians are making a show of faith amidst the virus outbreak.
4: Wooden crosses festooned with Christmas lights are appearing in front yards all across the nation. It's part of a campaign dubbed Faith Over Fear, And the Christian Post traces its origins to a church in Georgia that has been making the crosses and selling them to raise money to help local medical staff. Now it's spreading all over as a symbol of trust in God during turbulent times. One truck driver who says he virtually lives in his big rig has attached a lighted cross to the grill.
8: Michael Harrington, SRN News. A small Christian charity that provides help to about 1,300 poor families across Germany is now delivering food, diapers, soap, and children games to their doorstep during the virus outbreak. Normally, children would be visiting one of the 27 centers run by ARC, where staff there offer free lunches, tutoring, and a sympathetic ear. This is SRN News
0: there's a lot going on right now and broadcasters are on the ground someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns and that someone is us we are free radio we are broadcasters visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more furnished by NAB and this station
2: Travel Cats travel experts announce brand new stay and play golf vacations at Sandals all-inclusive resorts play any of six prestigious courses across the Caribbean with complimentary green fees and transfers, including the Greg Norman signature course at Emerald Bay or journey to Ireland and play on the Emerald Isle. Call Travel Cats to design your golf getaway. 352-277-7300. Travelcats.com. That's TravelKATZ.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at Let's Talk A service of the Salem Media Group
4: good afternoon welcome to the bill bunkley show this is hour number two our breaking news is this hour that the united kingdom's prime minister boris johnson he's out of the icu in the midst of his battle with COVID-19, that is just awesome news. Again, Prime Minister of the U.K., Boris Johnson, is out of the ICU. He did not have to go on a ventilator. And, of course, our thoughts and our prayers are with him as well. The other breaking news today is the Fed. We'll talk about this later on in the program. The Fed has just absolutely op- opened up the doors. $2.3 trillion in available loans. They're doing everything they can possibly do, and that's all to make sure that we don't go into a depression. They're going to keep this thing going. And you know if you're an investor, you know that you've heard about the fact that the trend is your friend. If you've got an upward trend in a stock, you don't fight it. If you've got a downward trend in the stock, you don't don't fight it. Well... It looks like maybe with COVID-19, could it be that the trend is our friend? That means that we could be seeing some diminishing numbers. We'll talk about that on the Bill Bunkley Show. And we'll let you know, bottom of the hour, guns, the sale of guns is absolutely exploding, and they're flying off the shelves. We'll have a chance to talk with Salem Media's Bearing Arms website editor, Cam Edwards, as to just what's, what's happening with all these firearms that are being sold. Right now, the governor himself is speaking. We went earlier to Tallahassee. Let's go back and see what he has to say about education and other issues.
20: Another 50,000 submitted. Now, that parallel site, they're going to have to migrate the data into this Connect system, but at least people are able to do it. They're submitting it. And I told them, it's like, hey, if you can't do The governor is talking about the Connect. submission
4: of the applications for re-employment or unemployment
20: Eventually, help out with that so there's been a big increase in the call center capacity uh... and there's been an increase in the website capacity now s- the the first day when the servers ran i think that they processed sixty five thousand through connect which was the most that has happened I think probably in Florida history, but then as people realized there were more servers, you started getting a crush of even more people, so it slowed down Monday. It got a little bit better, uh, I think, Tuesday or Wednesday, so so that's just, but there is a, an additional website option, I think, when you go on. I think they call it like, um, I, I, I don't know the technical term, but but so people are submitting through that, it's going to be responsibility of the state to migrate that over but at least people can file will know when they file they'll have the opportunity to do it and then we are, I think we're starting to get the shipments in from the FedEx office sites. FedEx, as you know, was uh, kind enough to print applications for people. People can fill them out, and then FedEx will send the stack uh, every day from all their FedEx office locations to Tallahassee, and those are processed uh, with, with state employees. And so this is a, uh, a, a, a real serious effort. I think the amount of resources that have been put into this, if you look at – all the D.O.R. employees. If you look at all the other employees from the agencies. If you look at the number of people who are now brought on to to make phone calls, uh, we are taking this extremely seriously. We're putting as much as we can there. And then, if there are things that that aren't going good, you know, I told them you need to be nimble, and we need to make sure, um, you know, how you how you get it done. But I think that we're in a better position today than we were a week ago and um we need to continue to to improve the system and hopefully if um you know if those claims are are um are, you know you do have to review the claims i mean you know you have to have a valid social security number you have to have a valid you know florida driver's license there you have to have been employed in florida i mean so there are certain things even though i've waived a lot of the uh, the job search and everything but i mean there are certain things that have to be verified and i think part of the issue with the with the website was when you go into it it then goes into the social security database to verify the social security number. And I think that there, that caused it to, to slow down as well, but there does need to be the verification um, of the social security number. So that's kind of what they're doing. And then hopefully um, getting it out, but they're, Doing direct deposit when people provide that information, uh, but then people that that don't have the bank, uh, they're doing the debit cards uh, for for the folks. So um, it's a it's a big thing. I got to run, but if you want to give the um, if Richard and the folks here, I'm sure we'll be able to answer. All right, questions. we'll
4: bring it back in. That was the governor of the state of Florida, Ron DeSantis, and um, I'm going to uh, text uh, Richard Cochran. I'm going to text uh, Commissioner Richard Cochran. And see if uh, next week uh, we can have him on as I believe that as we are getting, uh, we'll, once we get into next week, right now we're seeing some signs, some very positive signs today that uh, maybe, just maybe we might have crested uh, on the national numbers. I'm not referring to here in Florida, That's not uh, the peak here is not expected for a few days uh, after the peak uh, in the country and uh i want to just mention joe that feed is coming through once again that we talked about yesterday there you go um and again hey modern technology we are all in different locations i'm broadcasting from home and to me it's a miracle to just uh, see uh how i can be in one place like a satellite feed and talk real time and and so from time to time we are all multitasking especially joe weaver back in in our studios and so Uh, hopefully um, that took care of it because it it is gone. So anyway, um, let's talk a little bit about what's happening today. First, let's review what's happened in the markets today. Uh, Absolutely, and I'm going to talk about it uh, in in detail uh, maybe in a few moments, but certainly uh, in the last segment of the show. But right now we have the markets that closed. The Dow Jones Industrials was up 23, excuse me, was up 1.5%. A percent and a half, climbing back up uh, to close up 348 points at 23.594. The S&P 500, praise the Lord for all of you with those 401ks, that has popped back another 1.64 percent. That represents an increase of 44.75 points at 27.7975. The NASDAQ was up uh, 0.35%, the laggard today for sure, uh, up uh, only 29 points to close at 8218.75, 18.75. And uh, the S&P 500 uh, jumps more than 1%, um, uh, and that's uh, capping off its best week since 1974, and we know that it was a little bit more than 4%. So that is all good news. But that is on the heels that this morning the Federal Reserve announced that they will be providing lending power of $2.3 trillion to businesses in America. And that's because they're going to make sure that businesses need what they need to be able to keep going in most cases and to be ready to come back. It was quite a remarkable morning. Um, first, we had a horrific, well, first we had the news from the Fed. Then we had news that there was a horrific unemployment number, I think, where it's 1.6 uh, million or something like that. Um, and uh, just absolutely the number of people that need to get back to work is, um, is, is daunting. And the question right now is, on one hand, we are watching the science. We are watching the health. We are watching the numbers. And as I said, there is some encouragement. At the same time, we told you how this was going to roll out, that we're going to be uh, just absolutely stunned by the increasing numbers of people who will be dying in these few days that we've been talking about. But at the same time, as we are watching the trends, the trends of new cases, we're now in the third day where those trends have started leveling off a little bit. And uh, now we are very, very um, cautious about that. But those of you who, know, who are investors and you know the term, the trend is your friend, and so right now, It could be that speculation this morning that if things, if we're turning the corner, could it be that we could begin to get back into uh, a mode of some people getting back to work, maybe as early as a couple of weeks, maybe in May? Uh, Yes, we're talking about that. Uh, We're talking about uh, them coming up with a test where if you think you may have been exposed to the COVID-19, Apparently, once you get it, you're not going to get it again, uh, though I've seen a couple of reports. I don't know whether renegade reports as to maybe you could. But the idea is, is once you see those antibodies by testing your blood, then you would pretty much have uh, an okay green light to go back to work uh, and to go into the workplace. Now, what's going to happen is even in May, and this could go on for a month or two, Uh, At the rate that they are producing the masks, the the good medical masks, the N95 type of mask, uh, there's an opportunity that we may have enough masks to wear if we're going to go out in public, we're going to wear gloves, uh, we're going to wear a mask, and uh, we're still going to be socially conscious. And so uh, I still think that even though we'll start to get back out of our homes, it's certainly not going to be like normal. Now, we have some other uh breaking news very quickly, and that is you probably would guess it guessed it. I mentioned the last couple of days that Mitch McConnell and the Senators will be back today, and uh, with the idea of, of voting out a phase two of the small business relief package uh freeing up another two hundred and fifty billion dollars because the money is running out very quickly. I haven't heard back from my application from back on Monday or Tuesday. uh, I haven't heard anything. Uh, And they said three or four days. Well, we're at about three or four days. But now that I'm hearing that the money's running out, and uh, the idea was that they were going to go back and vote out another $251 billion. So as the small business loans got approved, most of which the loans are being taken to be able to keep people on the payroll, keep that cash flow coming and not to lay them off. Uh, If they do that, they're going to end up being grants and not loans. But wouldn't you know it? Seems like the Democrats in the United States Senate, $250 billion isn't enough. Here we go again. All these items of the Christmas tree. I haven't gotten the list yet, but I tell you what, I'm just going to make this short statement. I don't care what party it is. But if we keep having this sort of politicization, politicization of of what's happening here, uh, people are at home. They're watching. And uh, I tell you what, all you need to be is one of those employees. And by the way, what, 50 or 60% of all companies in America where people work, it's small employers. So you just remember that for many of you, your company, the head of your companies, small companies, has applied for these loans. Uh, They haven't come through. Now they're running out of money. And that's money that the business owner is not uh, planning on for his purposes or her purposes. The money is to pass along to you. So maybe you might want to call, even though we have two Republicans that are on board in Florida in the Senate, but I tell you what, you, 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 you follow this thing, and you might want to have the phone numbers of members of Congress, especially locally, here to let your voice be heard, especially if you're running out of money to buy the milk, the eggs, and the bread. We come up next. What's happening with this absolutely exploding phenomenon of gun sales? We'll be talking to Salem Media's Bearing Arms website editor Cam Edwards about that very issue. That's next on the Bill Bunkley Show.
3: Hey, this is Bill Carl. I'm concerned for my family's health and for yours too. And so is Moss Nissan. And right now, if you've purchased a vehicle from Moss Nissan, now's a great time to refresh the antimicrobial treatment included with Moss Care. It's just another benefit of Moss Care, included with the purchase of every new and pre-owned vehicle in Moss Nissan. And this treatment is designed to destroy viruses, germs, and bacteria on all interior surfaces. And right now, the second application is free. So get into Moss Nissan and get that vehicle sanitized. And when you come to any Moss dealership, you can rest assured that their facilities have been scrubbed from stem to stern, keeping you and your family's health in mind. Also know that if you're active military, a veteran, first responder, if you're a pastor or church worker, you're eligible for the You Serve, You Save program, including 15% off when you have your vehicle serviced at Moss Nissan. Visit Moss Nissan today, Newport Ritchie, North Tampa, Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com.
15: It's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On May 2nd, you could win $5,000, and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Take the Kindness Challenge at
3: LetstalkFaith.com. Brought to you by Word of Life Bible Institute and Faith Talk, 570 and 910.
2: Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. They don't know the sun. They don't know the truth of the gospel, how to be saved. They don't know God loves them. So God manifested it to us. But where is it saying in the Bible that God hath commanded the light to shine out of darkness? Bible Line weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com.
4: Joe Buckley here. Bill Bunkley show reminding you that coming up in just a few moments, bottom of the hour, we're going to find out why guns are flying off the shelves. And that's going to be an interesting conversation for sure. Well, as we are moving forward, we now have a, a little bit more of an ongoing focus on getting this economy open again, along with our continuing vigilance as to monitoring and doing what we all need to do to get this curve down and quite frankly to get back to at least portions of our our lives. Now I want to tell you that Jerome Powell who had been criticized early in his term by President Trump he is he is out in front of this at the Federal Reserve in ways that just astounded the experts this morning and because with this 20 plus uh, trillion dollar uh, commitment uh, or 2 trillion uh, 2.3 excuse me 2.3 trillion three trillion—not 20 trillion oh my word well you know what is the government money just you know kind of these numbers you know you can just kind of get lost in them. but no that is only 2.3 trillion dollars um, and see the only thing the federal reserve can do is loan money And so they don't have the authority to do anything else. They can't give the money away. Uh, They can't do a forgiveness policy, uh, carte blanche-like, is part of the paycheck protection deal for small businesses. But um, this is a very, very, very aggressive Fed because there's no doubt that we may have this recession. Now, the recession could be pretty short or it could be very long. But there's one thing for certain. If you remember back in the years of the stock market crash, if you look at uh, FDR, and he was combating that with what is the new deal, and I'm not going to get into all of that today. We're not drilling down real deep in the issues. There'll be a time and a place for all that. But nonetheless, he, uh, the economy, uh, whether it was the best fiscal policy or not, the economy was humming along and then, The Federal Reserve came in shortly after the New Deal. And uh, the Federal Reserve, instead of loosening things up, like today, imagine this, that uh, you've had a good meal. This is for the guys, okay? You've had a good meal. You sit down in your lazy chair, and you just kind of reach over, and you kind of grab that belt, and you kind of, you don't just, you just don't take your waistline down an inch. You know, you just take that thing, you yank, you yank your belt, you take the belt buckle off, and, and you, don't even, you don't even put your belt back on. It's just kind of there, not even being utilized. That's what this Fed just did. Now, what happened back after the, the Great Depression was after FDR, and the New Deal, and trying to get things cranked up, things were beginning to crank up or were cranked up, and the Federal Reserve came in and tightened, tightened the market, and it killed it. And it prolonged the suffering of the Great, Great Depression. Now, so I don't know about you, but I really only want to have a, a short recession. I don't want to have a depression. And, in fact, today there are some signs that if we, first of all, the second quarter, it, it, it's, it's a bust. Uh, the first quarter was doing well. And we're talking about quarters of January, February, March is the first quarter. April, May, June is the second quarter. This is the quarter we're in. We've just started. This is pretty well going to be a bust. So much so that we're going into earning seasons and uh, seasons, and uh, companies are not even giving guidance. Hey, we think we're going to be up here. We think we're going to be down here. Price per share, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, what's our revenue forecast? They've given that up for now, and the markets uh, are going to allow them to do that because there's nothing you can do right now in that area. But there is talk today that if in May, if we can begin to get people back to work in May, it's about three weeks off, even if we go to the end of May, but if people, if this economy is coming back, now we're all going to, in the same way we're making sacrifices by staying home, to be to be good patriots and citizens that we're going to have to do some things that are not really normal when we start getting back to our workplaces and getting around. But if we do that, there is some hope that uh, 2020 is not going to be a a bust in terms of the year's uh, economic statistics. And in fact, we could have a comeback. The Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell believes when we get the science. Completed The science aspect, and the science aspect is when well, we know what this deal is about this virus, when we know what we can take to give to those who get the virus, and then with the anticipation that sometime before the fall or first of the year, we're going to have an opportunity to, uh, you know, get a shot or whatever, get inoculated against it he thinks that uh, the economy is really 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 going to take off and so that's what we're looking at here I know that several of our folks uh... that listen during this hour on the answer stations have been very very concerned about the economic side of this uh, some are very very um, at odds with the decision to close down the economy as it's been closed down but um, regardless of the water over the dam that we'll be talking about some sometime in the future at great length and at great depth, Um, we're looking at uh, where we find ourselves today. Uh, The two things that have to happen, banks have to open up their process and like the loans that I'm waiting for, the loans that you're waiting for in your small business and all the things that they're doing to inject uh, temporary relief in the markets, they have to go out much faster than they've had. The fact that you can make a loan is supposed to be streamlined, and it's four or five days. And it's not necessarily a bank fault because there's millions and millions and millions of applications that are going in, and they've got to be processed, analyzed, one by one by one by a bank staff. And so uh, one thing that Mr. Powell said, that um, there will not be a credit crunch during the time that, that they're going to oversee getting this economy back up. They're going to provide the funds necessary for businesses who are operating healthily. Um, when I say healthily, in a, in a health wise manner, um, businesses are not going to be um, um, penalized for things that were out of their control. And that's most of what's going on now. But you're not going to rip the government off either. And so, but uh, credit's not going to be um, a problem. Um, There's two things that we're going to want to see come back pretty quick. Number one is getting out to be able to buy stuff at stores. The other thing is, when will the public feel comfortable enough to start flying again? That's key. And, oh, by the way, we're going to learn today, tomorrow, I guess the latest first of the week, they are now uh, crunching the bottom line of what will be the relief that will be given to the major airlines. That figure is in billions of dollars. And so as we are looking forward to um, getting down the road with this, as I wrote this week, there is light at the end of the tunnel. And uh, I'm excited. And uh, when the consumer confidence is ready to come back, that's when our economy will take off. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. I'll be right back.
8: SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump is welcoming the news that British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has been moved out of intensive care. Johnson has been in intensive care for three days after his symptoms for coronavirus worsened. Democrats blocking a GOP proposal to shore up the struggling Small Business Administration. They're demanding that the bill providing emergency loans to businesses be accompanied by guarantees that will help women and minority-owned businesses and banks. The U.S. reaching a grim landmark, roughly 1 in 10 workers have lost their jobs in just the past three weeks. Stocks finishing higher after the Federal Reserve launched its latest effort to support the economy through the outbreak. The central bank's announcement of programs to provide up to $2.3 trillion in loans to households, local governments, and businesses. The Dow gained 285 points. The Nasdaq was up 62. This is SRN News.
15: and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the kindness challenge each day for 30 days we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others on may 2nd you could win $5,000 and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name you can make a difference in others lives when you enter the kindness challenge take the kindness challenge at
3: letstalkfaith.com brought to you by word of life bible institute and faith talk
0: Connecting you with new customers.
2: When was the last time the owner of a heating and A.C. company took time out to share helpful tips on keeping your A.C. trouble-free? Learn how to save money and time on costly repairs and maintenance fees during Keeping It Cool with Josh Cabrera, owner of ACS Home Services, Central Florida's heating and cooling experts. Visit acshomeservices.com and listen to Keeping It Cool, Saturday mornings at 11 on Faith Talk. AM 570 and
3: 910. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Do you have COVID-19 symptoms, need testing, and are a Hillsborough County resident? Call 813-272-5900 to qualify and get registered for a free test. Insurance is not required. Visit hcflgov.net slash stay safe for more information. That's hcflgov.net slash stay safe.
4: Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Well, I know that many of you who are listening today, you are very much supporters of the Second Amendment. And uh, those of you who join us on our answer stations today on that platform as well, well, we know that many of you are veterans. Uh, Many of you have uh, um, been patriots, and so uh, personal protection is important to you. Well, apparently in the last couple of months, guns have been flying off the shelves. And so to talk about that, we have a, a very special guest right now. And uh, joining me today is Cam Edwards. And Cam is the editor of BearingArms.com. That's BearingArms.com. And as well as the host of our uh, Salem Media Bearing Arms and Country, which is a daily show focusing on Second Amendment issues and you can uh, plug into that every day uh, on YouTube. Go to Town Hall Media on YouTube. That's Town Hall Media on YouTube. With that, Cam Edwards, good to have you with us this afternoon.
14: And Bill, thank you so much for the invite. It's a pleasure to be here.
4: Well, I kind of got a sneaky suspicion, but let me go ahead and ask the question anyway. Why are we seeing so many guns being bought off the shelves right at this moment?
14: Well, I I, I think uh, you're right. You probably do know the answer to that. I think we have a lot of Americans who are very concerned. They're not trying to shoot the coronavirus as gun control advocates have claimed. Nobody is that
15: stupid. (laughs) But what
14: Americans are concerned about uh, is the fact that, you know, look, Monday of this week, 20 percent of the New York Police Department called out sick. Uh, We have had hundreds of officers in Detroit. Uh, who have been confirmed with the coronavirus. We have dozens of officers in New Orleans who are confirmed with the coronavirus. And I think that there is a, a very real concern on the part of Americans that, uh, you know, we are going to see uh, our first responders stretched really thin. And, you know, while around the country right now, we have seen uh, crime decreasing in a lot of categories. Virtually nobody believes that that is a, a permanent reduction in violent crime. Violent crime is certainly not stopped. Uh, And Americans, I I think more than ever, uh, are are, uh, concerned that they're going to be unable to protect themselves if something, you know, were to happen to themselves or their families.
4: Mm. And as we're looking at this, um, before I ask you who, what are the demographics, who's buying them, if you could talk a little bit about response time. And it's been a theme that I have talked about for years, and that is uh, we've got uh, urban areas to uh, a lot of our, our cities here but we're all across West Central Florida. A lot of that is rural area. Uh, Things are pretty well stretched out. Talk about the response time. From the time you maybe pick up your cell phone or your landline, you call 911, you need some help, and you need it sooner rather than later. Talk about the time, from from the time, whatever that catalyst is when you call in, to the time that the sheriff's deputies or the city police arrive at your door That's the time where it's basically up to you if you have a very severe emergency life-threatening to you or your family, right?
14: Absolutely, and that's a great question. I mean, in the best of circumstances, Bill, we're looking at an average response time of about 12 minutes on a priority one call. That's the highest priority. So you call 911, somebody is trying to break down your door. Uh, on average, nationwide, you're looking at about 12 minutes. And, again, that's under the best of circumstances. A lot of departments right now are not even responding to calls like burglary calls because they simply, uh, you know, again, they want to avoid exposure uh, to the coronavirus from their uh, frontline officers. And so they're telling people for a variety of crimes, simply calling non-emergency number. People will take a report uh, and, and, you know, then they'll, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll follow up after that. Uh, if you do have somebody breaking into your home right now and you call nine one one, yes, officers will respond. But, you know, there's a, a common saying among Second Amendment supporters that when seconds count, police are only minutes away. And, and that's mm-hmm. not meant as a, a dig against police officers. It's just that, uh, you know, unlike Michael Bloomberg and uh, some other anti-gun billionaires, uh, we don't have our own personal security forces, right? We do have to rely on ourselves, and the police will do as good a job as they can to get there as quickly as they can. Uh, but in many cases, that's going to be too late to prevent uh, something tragic from happening to you or somebody you love. Mm.
4: By the way, if you're just tuning in, that's the voice of Cam Edwards. Uh, he's the editor of BearingArms.com. And, by the way, that website, if you want to check it out right now on your home or office PC or your smartphone, that's BearingArms.com, BearingArms.com. He also hosts our Salem Media's Bearing Arms Cam and Company, which is a daily show on the Second Amendment. And you can see that on YouTube by going to the Town Hall Media page. So, Cam, tell me, what's the, what's the breakdown? Who's buying these guns?
14: We're seeing a lot of first-time gun owners right now, Bill. This is incredible. Now, we just have anecdotal evidence from uh, gun store employees and, and owners. But, uh, you know, I'm seeing anywhere from 50 to 90% of the customers that are coming through gun store doors right now have never owned a gun before. Uh, I, I won't say that they're panic buying, but you know these are folks who have been spurred on to purchase firearms uh, because of the situation that we find ourselves in right now, because of their their concern and uncertainty uh, about what the future might hold. And so this is not a matter of you know people who are already gun owners who are going out and they're buying their fourth or fifth gun, trying to get a good deal. Uh, a lot of existing gun owners have actually been staying away from gun stores because and they know that there are large crowds there. They know that shelves are picked over. They know that the selection is going to be slim. And and so they're not going to the gun stores. What we are seeing are a lot of people who, for the first time in their life, have decided that they're going to exercise their Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms.
4: And, you know, I think, though I have no statistical proof, I think there are a fair amount of people, and, of course, uh, I'm on both of our Salem platforms uh Um, simultaneously our answer stations and our faith talk stations, but, you know, I think that uh, a fair amount of people over the last few years have thought, well, I probably ought to go ahead and have some protection, but they just haven't gotten around to it. I'm not so much feeling in my soul that these are people who, boom, in the last two weeks, went through the whole process, man, I've got to get some protection. I think there's a lot of folks that were saying, one day I'll get around to it, one day I'll get around to it, and now faced with what we're facing with, okay, now is today.
14: What is your thoughts about that? I think you're right about that. But uh, we are also seeing, you know, some folks who had really no desire uh, to buy a firearm. I saw a story out of Philadelphia a few days ago, and they talked with, I think it was actually a doctor, uh, who said, you know, I've never really wanted a gun before, but I look around and I see what's happening, and I, I just want some protection. I just want to make sure that myself my family are going to be okay. And, and whether it's those folks who have been on the fence who have thought to themselves, yeah, I should get around to of this one day, or those individuals who have sort of seen the scales fall from their eyes over the past couple of weeks and now realize, oh, my gosh, I do feel defenseless, I, I do feel unprepared and unprotected, and I want to change that. This really is, I think, an incredible moment. You know, we saw overall uh, about two and a half million firearms sold in the month of March in the United States, which is a new record. And, you know, if the majority of those are, are to new gun owners, uh, this really has the potential, I think, to, to reshape the, the entire debate uh, over our right to keep and bear arms. And there have been some folks who have been pretty staunch, you know, gun control supporters who now all of a sudden are starting to see the other side of this, this argument.
4: Hmm. Well, let's shift our focus because we have a we have a pretty robust audience. I know that I have uh, a lot of folks who are concealed carry permit holders, and for those that already own a firearm, this has just been sort of a, a review of of what's been happening in the culture. Let's uh, for the balance of our time together. Let's focus on someone who uh, has never bought a gun in this fashion. They're now figuring out where do I start, what do I do, as you said. Uh, so much has flown off the shelves, and there's always a question of what's the right gun, what's the right size, what's the right weight, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, for a female, for a male. Walk us through the beginning steps of someone considering purchasing a firearm for protection.
14: Sure, and and, and you're right, but these you know these are not normal circumstances, and so ordinarily we might talk about. Uh, Well, you know, if if you want uh, this gun for personal protection or this gun for home defense, uh, now it really is, I I think, going to be more, okay, what's available when you walk in the store? Uh, And the good news is that, you know, handguns, rifles, and shotguns are all uh, uh, very good items for for home defense and for personal protection. Um, I think right now, since a lot of us are staying at home, the the need for a carry gun uh, is perhaps less acute So if you go to your local gun store and all of the handguns are sold out or there's nothing that really suits you, that's okay. Uh, What we are seeing is that shotguns are are trailing behind handguns and rifles in terms of overall sales right now. It's also easier, I think, right now to find shotgun ammunition on the shelf. So I would actually recommend that uh, if you're looking for a a home defense weapon, um, that you start with a shotgun. You're probably going to have more availability. It'll be easier to find the ammunition that you need. And, and start there, but also have some patience. Uh, when you go into a gun store under normal circumstances, you'll fill out a background check form. It's called a 4473. Uh, that information is then submitted to the National Instant Check System, and it's an instant check. Normally it takes a couple of minutes. You get a response back. If you are approved, then you can purchase that firearm. Because of the large number of gun sales that we're seeing right now, the National Instant Check System Is not instant. Uh, You may be waiting (laughs) as long as four or eight hours to get a response. And in some cases, uh, it may take uh, several weeks for you to get a reply back from the National Instant Check System. So have a lot of patience. Um, Go early in the day if you can. It might not be a bad idea to call ahead. Or even if you know what gun store you're going to go to, go visit them online and see if they have their inventory online so you can browse Uh, before you have to go into the store, right? It is still important to practice these social distancing measures. So um, the less time that you can spend inside that store, I think the better for both you as well as the employees of the gun store. Uh, And and as much of of that sort of, you know, uh, pre-purchase selection selection that you can do online, I I think the better it's going to be. Um, But we do still have, I think, you know, gun store owners are, they're, 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 they're happy to see so many Americans that are buying farms for the first time. They want to make sure that these folks are going to be safe and responsible. If you have any questions about uh, gun safety, uh, they can answer those questions. But also uh, the National Rifle Association is now offering online training for new gun owners. That is a fantastic resource uh, because, you know, once you get that gun home, if you don't know what to do with it, we, we want you to be safe. We want you to be responsible. And we want to make sure that you have the information that you need in order to do that.
4: Real quickly, got about a minute left. That website for the NRA is that a good? uh, In addition to that website, of course, you have your program on uh, YouTube, which is uh, uh, the Bearing Arms Camming Company on Town Hall Media plus your website, BearingArms.com. In addition to the NRA, is there any resources you can recommend as sort of, well, here's the beginning YouTube, or here's a website, as you're just thinking about a gun that kind of just takes you through the preliminaries, so you don't necessarily have to do that at the store, and we've got about 30 seconds left.
14: Absolutely. There's a great resource called GunUniversity.com. All one word, GunUniversity.com. If you go there, there's a section called Gun 101, Getting Started with Firearms. And this has everything that you need to know, short videos, uh, short articles, very, very user-friendly, and it's a great place to start.
4: All right. Hey, right now, you want to find out more, or if you want to connect with Cam Edwards, go to BearingArms.com. That's BearingArms.com. And also, hey, look him up on YouTube. It's the Town Hall Media uh, Portal, and the show is Bearing Arms Cam & Company. Cam Edwards, my fellow colleague with with Salem Media, thanks for being with us. We'll see you soon. Thanks so much, Bill. God bless. More of the Bill Bunker Show coming up in a moment. I'll be right back.
21: When a loved one, your father, your sister, your aunt, your grandparent is facing a cancer diagnosis, you want them to have access to the most promising cancer treatments available. I'm Sydney Martin-Green, and when my mother was diagnosed with cancer, our world changed forever. I wanted to know that she was getting the best treatments available. This experience made me so passionate about spreading awareness of treatment options, including clinical trials. That's why I'm joining Standards To Cancer to get information to the people who need it most those who have been diagnosed with cancer and their loved ones. Clinical trials introduce new hope for patients, providing access to cutting-edge and potentially life-saving new treatments, while patients receive the best current care or treatments available. My hope is that all people diagnosed with cancer have access to effective treatments that will make them long-term survivors, like my mom. Talk to your doctor to see if a clinical trial may be the best choice for you or a loved one. To learn more, visit StandUpToCancer.org forward slash clinical trials today.
22: G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free. If you have a rodent or pest problem at your home or business, don't spray harmful toxic chemicals. Use Plug-In Pest Free, the electromagnetic pest control device that uses your wiring to get rid of pests fast. Just plug it in. One customer had a log cabin plagued by rodents. Then he got Plug-In Pest Free. After that, the rodents were gone, along with most other bugs and soldier bees. Then he noticed woodpeckers stopped drilling giant holes in his wood to get to the soldier bees, saving him money yearly in ongoing wood repairs. Plug-in Pest Free is not a sonic device. It's chemical-free and gets rid of pests safely and effectively for years. It comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a two-year warranty. Now that's fair income. Order today and get 20% off at gopestfree.com, promo code PEST20. That's gopestfree.com promo code PEST20. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget with Plug in Pest Free. Your feelings are very important, but don't allow them to be the foundation
0: of your day today. Let God's truth be your foundation. That's just one of the practical suggestions Stephen Arterburn, host of New Life Live, has written in 10 Ways to Overcome Your Fears and Anxiety. A 14-page guide free when you log on to our station website and use the keyword overcome. If fear is your biggest problem, God is even bigger with a bigger solution. Steve encourages you to let God's truth saturate your mind and heart. It will impact your feelings. Psalm 16.8 says, I know the Lord is with me. I will not be shaken, for He is right beside me. This doesn't mean you ignore reality. It means limiting the
3: crummy stuff we hear over and over again. Get your free copy of 10 Ways to Overcome Your Fear and Anxieties at LetstalkFaith.com. Use the keyword overcome. LetstalkFaith.com, keyword overcome. If you're a pastor or you love your pastor, don't miss No One to Tell with Dr. Andy McDaniel. And we don't want to let them down. Not having an answer is
6: a pressure all by itself because we're struggling with the idea of not being able to answer their question and we feel that expectation it is not always as easy
3: as quoting a scripture no one to tell with dr andy mcdaniel sunday afternoons at 2 on faith talk 570 910 and online at letstalkfaith.com
12: Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy. Streaming at Let's Talk Faith.com. But
8: if only you could see them, you would know from their faces there were kings and queens followed by princes and princesses that were future power people for love to the loveless shining a light because they wanted it seen well, We're back. Bill Bunkley here.
4: Phone lines good are good open at 877-943-9673. You, you know, good to me. there could be some hope. In fact, there is some hope, but there could be there could be some encouraging news that's going to be coming alongside of the horrific struggle that we're having trying to digest the the numbers of those who have been uh, taken from us in the area of this coronavirus. A couple of things is this: we have uh, some of, and I know that some of our folks do not want to talk about the models, but as we're looking with some of the models, um. Projections have come down. Now, I'm just going to share this as a as a way of reporting. At one point, before the uh, actions were taken to move into the well, about the time that the president shut off the flights from Wuhan, and was uh, on the front end of that after he was uh, advised not to do so, Um, but he did anyway. So. When we started out this, if there are some folks who say that if we had done nothing, there'd be a million to two, two and two and a half million people who would be killed. I have no idea if that's accurate. I have no idea if that's high, low, or indifferent. I don't know whether people had agendas who came up with that figure, one way or another. All I know is that was a pretty daunting figure. And then we started the social distancing. Now, when we look in, and I've read so many stories about how this has been contagious, how people have picked it up, there's no doubt, and and the evidence is there, you want to see the worst outbreaks? It's in the areas where people are compact. They live on top of each other, practically. And so it's in those very tightly compacted areas that, hey, you You can argue about models, you can argue about uh, projections, and now we can even argue about whether someone was actually uh, ha- is deceased because of the coronavirus or not, but nonetheless, uh, we have some sort of idea that you know the the increases of people dying as we were into the cycle of when a particular city or area uh probably had the uh you know induction of the virus. You know, I'm even wondering if I had the virus. I was sick for two months, but that's longer than the protocol, but my my system was down. But you probably remember that as uh, uh, earlier this year, as uh, I wasn't on any antibiotics because it was deemed a virus, and later I found it was a coronavirus, uh, which a cold is a coronavirus. The the flu is a coronavirus, and so I had a little chuckling with that. But uh, who knows? Maybe when they have the tests, uh, where they want everyone to get checked to see if you have the antibodies, maybe we'll find out if I had it. In fact, I've got to go to the Moffitt uh, uh, Cancer Center. Uh, I think I got to go somewhere around the 20th of this month, and I'm going to go in and do labs. Who knows? Maybe they'll they'll check my blood at the lab to see if I had the coronavirus. And then, uh, well, my, my quarterly checkup is going to be done with telemedicine. I'll be doing that back at home. I'll just run up there to do the labs. But right now instead of the 100 to 200,000 that was talked about that they were at that point hopeful uh, if we did proper social distancing. Now Dr. Fauci said last night it might be down to 60,000. Now we don't know. It still could be a hundred. It could be 40. We don't know. But that number is coming down. Plus We are seeing less new cases reported. Now, all of that is to say that uh, we know at some point in time we are going to have some daily encouragements. Now, I don't want you to get all excited about this because I think in the next week we're going to have more of a confirmation that yes, in some areas we're making ground up in terms of getting back to our lives. But we're just not going to reach May 31st and the button comes on, everybody go back to work, and everything's just the same as it was. It, it won't be and because we still have to guard ourselves. We still have to learn more about the science of of this, of this deal. And so our lives will be altered and changed for the future. But what an experience that we are having. And what an opportunity for us to reassess our individual lives. What a time for us to reassess um, our relationship to God. You know, this is a good time uh, both today for Monday, Thursday, and tomorrow's Good Friday. you got to ask yourself a question. Is there a God? Is there a one true God? Is Jesus Christ his son? Or is Jesus Christ the biggest liar and fraud ever to walk on the face of the earth? For you see, God has slowed us down, I believe, for us, all of us, to rethink that question, even if we've accepted him as our Savior, and for so many others that have looked to other areas for pleasure and distraction, well, I'll tell you what, eternity is at stake, and so I hope that uh, One of the wise things that you will do when we were all sort of uh, uh, being tamped down, this is a time to get that question resolved and get it resolved as soon as possible. I'm Bill Bunkley. Going to take a time out. Don't go away. I'll be on our answer stations. Jay Sekulow is up next on the answer stations. I'll be over on our Faith Talk stations. We'll be right back.
11: Bringing faith to life.
4: What do you do when you sin against God? You
2: confess it. You repent of it right there. You ask for God's forgiveness. Listen, not
0: based on better conduct, but based on the cross.
9: Faith Talk 570 and 910. Wash your hands. Avoid sick people and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station.
0: And behold... Jesus met them on their way and greeted them. They approached, embraced his feet, and did homage. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. There's a real reason for the Easter season. Share it with a friend. Send an Easter greeting for free from crosscards.com
2: faith talk 570 wtbn pinellas park online at Let's letstalkfaith.com a service of the salem media group
23: with srn news i'm keith peters in washington all members of the white house press who will be attending this afternoon's coronavirus task force briefing are now being tested for the COVID-19 coronavirus.
0: The White House Medical Unit is providing the tests because a member of the press corps who was at the White House on Tuesday has some coronavirus-like symptoms. The press office says the tests are only for those who will be attending today's briefing, and the step is being taken out of an abundance of caution. White House correspondent Greg
23: Clugston reporting. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson was moved out of intensive care Thursday at the London Hospital where he's being treated for the new coronavirus, as its government told Britons to prepare for several more weeks on lockdown. BBC correspondent Keith Doyle reports. The
22: statement from Downing Street says that the Prime Minister has been moved back this evening from intensive care back to the ward where he will receive close monitoring during the early phase of his recovery. And the statement went on to say that he is in extremely good spirits. Of course, the key word in there is the early phase of his recovery. So clearly he has passed that point of danger, that point that we're all worried about, that he was in intensive care for. He's now out of intensive care, and his recovery has begun.
23: As Johnson recovers, the government told Britain it was too early to ease restrictions on public activity, imposed March 23rd to try to slow the spread the virus senators have torpedoed quick passage of a new coronavirus aid package democrats rejected a trump administration request for 250 billion dollars to boost a small business payroll fund and republicans refused democrats demands for another 250 billion dollars for hospitals and states the standoff doesn't end the pursuit of more rescue funds democrats and republicans agree the aid is urgently needed and talks continue but it reinforces that congress and the white house need to find bipartisan agreement on Wall Street, that up by 285 points. This is SRN News.
3: The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. I was finishing undergrad and got credit cards because I couldn't work full-time. So that started the credit card journey for me. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-936-5496. And then when I got married, we combined our credit card debt and it became impossible to pay off on our own. At that point, I was like, I don't know where to turn. And then I found Trinity. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. I initially was scared to call and immediately i felt relief i mean in a matter of three years we've already paid down twenty thousand dollars in credit card debt which is huge call trinity at 1-800-936-5496 that's 1-800-936-5496
23: with COVID 19 preventing audiences from seeing the live stage production jesus in person Sight & Sound Theatres is partnering with Trinity Broadcasting Network to make it available in a free Easter weekend broadcast and digital distribution. Josh Eng, CEO of Sight & Sound says the biblical content of the production makes it perfect for homebound audiences during the current pandemic. The story is king for
10: us. And um, with Jesus, we wanted it to be an immersive experience because unlike the other Bible heroes that we've done, you don't have a personal relationship with Samson or Moses, but we do with Jesus. So we wanted to create an atmosphere in the theater where people can be drawn in to
23: the presence of Christ. And adds that the special stage production will be available exclusively on TBN or free on demand anytime on the TBN app. More information available at tbn.org. Other sight and sound productions included Noah in 2019, Moses in 2018, and Jonah in 2017. This is SRN News.
0: There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are Free Radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station.
11: The coronavirus is devastating our economy, leaving working men and women at huge risk. But you prepared, kept your insurance premiums paid up, and made sure you were covered. Don't let the insurance company keep you from getting everything you're entitled to. Go to FileAcclaimToday.com and let them act on your behalf. Business, home, building, wind, rain, fire, or flood, theft, vandalism, or act of God. You deserve what you've paid for. File a claim today. Toll free at 833-411-File or at FileAcclaimToday.com
0: You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around, or the true and the living God.
1: And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley.
4: And good afternoon and welcome back for hour number three of the Bill Bunkley Show. This is Monday, Thursday. That's right. Monday, Thursday, it is the, uh, the, commemora- the commemoration of the night that uh, Jesus and his disciples gathered in that upper room. In that year, it was the night of the Passover, and they gathered to partake in the Passover meal. It was the night that Jesus would wash the feet of his disciples. It was the night that he would reveal which of the twelve would indeed betray him for thirty pieces of silver. It was the night that uh, we would be taught the implements of the Lord's table, also known as the night that he offered the bread in the cup representing his body, known as the Last Supper. And then he would retreat with his disciples across, outside the city, down to Kidron Valley, in and up into the Garden of Gethsemane for what would be a horrendous, horrendous several hours of when he gave it all to us. But that is a point of celebration because we have the ability to be redeemed. We have the ability for them to come into our lives. And as we've been hungered down for several days, I want to talk about dreaming. Are you a dreamer? Are you a visionary? Do you allow yourselves to dream or do you not dream because it's too painful if a if a dream you spend too much dreaming about, too much time dreaming about it doesn't come true and you want to avoid the pain. I want to talk about dreaming today because is it time to begin dreaming about what we'll do now that we've had this, this sort of time out, this realignment in our life? I want to talk about that. First, let me give you a quick reminder, a programming note. At the bottom of the hour, we're going to have our daily time to withdraw, kind of like going to the mountain like Jesus did. I want to invite you to um, invite your friends to be with us. We're going to have an on-air opportunity to hear a word from the North Point Church Senior Pastor Steve Wells pastor steve's going to share he's going to pray for our community and uh, i hope you'll want to be a part of that that's going to be very important dreamers visionaries do you know that's part of the christian experience do you realize that people are coming to Christ in huge numbers in Iran, as well as Muslim countries. And you know how the revelation of Jesus is being carried out and conducted? In dreams. In visions. Think about that. God is moving. His spirit is moving in dreams and visions. And so maybe right now in the last few days, it's been a little bit tough to be positive, to think about, much less dream about the future. But today we have at least some potential facts that would give us an opportunity to do just that. What would happen if there is a comprehensive plan before the, the last day of May, the 31st, rolls around that uh, we are getting back to our jobs, those that are going to be able to get back to their jobs? Businesses are going to be able to open up. Have you asked yourself the question, When you're free to move about and when everything is pretty much opened. And by the way, keep watching for the news from Walt Disney World. And because in my thought process, in my dreaming, when Disney announces the day that they are reopening, I think that's going to be the day that Florida announces they're open for business again. So let me ask you a question. Do you think it's okay to dream? Now, we're not talking about the type of dreamer that Proverbs and I think the Psalms talk about where you don't do anything that God wants you to do all day. All you do is lay around and you're a dreamer. Big plans that you never carry out. No, we're not talking about that kind of a dreamer. We're talking about dreaming about your future, visualizing what you're going to do. Let me ask you a question. Have you thought about what is the first major thing you're going to do? And I'm talking about something, something of a recreational uh, sort of category. I know many of you are looking forward to getting back to work, and especially if that means uh, the paychecks coming in. But have you started, you've asked the Lord, Lord, what would be. What would be something very special uh, for myself if I'm single, for my wife and I, or my spouse and I, if I'm married, and if you've got a family for the entire family? What should we be planning to do? What is that extraordinary activity that we want to go and do when the veil is lifted? It may very well be, hey, we're heading to Disney World. I happen to believe there's a pretty good chance that in the first weekend after Disney World announced its openings might not be the best time to go. Why? I think it's going to be very crowded. Now, that's if if consumer confidence is there. That is if the public feels that whatever protection they can wear in the park, that they'll be fully protected from the coronavirus. Now, for that reason... Well, maybe it'll be the other side of the coin. Maybe there won't be a rush to get to Disney World. Maybe things will be open, but people will be slow to return. But that's not the question of the afternoon. The question of the afternoon is, along with your quiet time with the Lord, Lord, what could be something special that we could go do, that I or my family could go and do? And, you know what, it's okay to start dreaming about that day dreaming about that experience that will lift your spirits and by the way those who are very successful in the lord very successful in business very successful in so many areas you've heard the term visionary they they will just dream and and they will visualize what they believe God is empowering them to accomplish. And, and as we are in in days of despair today and tomorrow, for well, those of us that are Christians, though we rejoice of what the end game is, on Sunday we will be rejoicing in that glorious resurrection. Whether we're online or wherever we're at, worshiping. And so I want to encourage you. It's going to start to feel, if it doesn't feel already, I'm already feeling it in a, in a small way, but I'm feeling it in my soul that, yes, it is true. This is not going to last forever. Forever. I'm starting to feel in my soul yes it feels like we're getting closer to the goal line feels like we're getting closer to the goalpost yes it feels like we're making progress and so I would I would urge you urge you To start thinking and praying and dreaming in that direction. Because it will lift your souls. It will will lift everything about you. You'll you'll feel a little more vibrant physically. You'll feel more vibrant um, uh, socially. Whether you're doing that long distance or not. How about spiritually? Look, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and we will be glad in it regardless of what's happening with COVID-19. Satan, you're not going to steal my joy. You're not going to steal my hope. You're not going to keep me up dreaming big dreams and great dreams and, and visualizing my future. This is not the end of my life. Because even if you call me home, I know you, Jesus, and I will be living with you forever and ever. Oh, Lord, show me what this day is all about. Not allow me to dwell on yesterday. Not allow me to worry about what I might not have tomorrow, the next day, or in a couple of weeks. No, no, no. This is the day the Lord has made. This is the day that we focus all of our energy on being joyful and being content, and meditating on Paul who was in prison, but he learned to be content in all things. That's what I urge you this afternoon. That's where I urge you to be in your mind, your soul, and your spirit. Let that Holy Spirit just not only flow through you, don't close up all of the outlets. No, open them up. Open those valves. Let that Holy Spirit flow through you. Let it cleanse you, your mind, your will, and your emotions. Greater is he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in you than as he is in the world. I like how my brain just stopped me in my tracks. He is the most greatest thing in our world. Our total focus right now needs to be on him. Satan we're told in Luke that we have authority and power to tell you to leave our lives. That's so important for us to invoke on this day as we begin to dream when our lives are back to where we'd like them to be. I'll be right back.
19: You're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to bamboohr.com HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at bamboohr.com HR.
10: On Unfiltered, we're honest. We try to speak at street level about what it means to follow Jesus and his teaching. And what you'll discover may lead you to give Jesus another look.
2: Listen to Unfiltered Radio with Bryant Golden weeknights at 630 on Faith Talk 570, 910 and FM 102.1.
4: Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, and um, we'll probably get to this next week Oftentimes on the breaks. I'm, I'm getting some updates and trying to be ready to come back to you. Won't have time to talk about it, but there has been extensive research on the traditional site of the Upper Room in the Old City of David. Many of you have been there. If you've gone to Israel, you probably for sure have has had that site. On your itinerary, it is the room that you walk into, and oftentimes it's large. There are several groups that are there at one time, and that's where we often sing. We sing with our group of pilgrims. We lift up uh, praise music in that room. Well, I don't have time to go into detail, and I haven't read the entire article, but, uh, well, you know what? They're using ground penetrating radar. They're using other uh, techniques to be able to look under the layers. And all I can tell you is they're finding some very interesting things that point to Jesus. And though many have believed that was the actual place of the Last Supper, I'm a little more cautious uh, with my groups. I'll talk about the fact that some believe, but may not be as some of the places when we go there sometimes we may be at the site and in this particular case there may be a byzantine church that is several layers underneath the floor of this room where everybody goes in jerusalem to 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 be in the upper room of the the place where jesus washed the feet on monday thursday as well as um, Thinking of the of the of the of the, um, of the Passover supper, but there was a Byzantine church apparently a few layers down, and what that means is that we know that early Christians were worshiping on that site. Could it be that those early Byzantine Christians? Were close enough in terms of time to have had the type of intel that they knew that this place, this this area, though it's been built up on, and remember that Jerusalem uh, was destroyed in 8070. Uh, but maybe just maybe this is the site, the location, even though it's. Maybe not the same exact walls or, or floor, but right there on that plot of land maybe where where Jesus took that last supper and maybe now is a good point because we're in Holy Week and in a moment we're going to have an opportunity to welcome in our pastor of the day and that's Steve Wells with North Point Church He's going to be sharing a word with us and praying for our community maybe this is a good point. Just to reemphasize the fact that one day, travel will be afforded to us again. One day, Israel is going to open up to visitors. One day, the streets of Jerusalem, the shores of the Sea of Galilee, the ruins at Bethshan, Capernaum, Magdala. The fortress in Masada. Even down to Petra in Jordan. Caesarea by the sea. Caesarea Philippi. They're going to open up, and throngs of pilgrims will be going again. I'd ask you to make one of those dreams the next few years when things are opened up. If you've never been to Israel dream about putting that once-in-a-lifetime pilgrimage together for you. I echo what so many have echoed before me. You will never be the same. Once you not only walk in some particular areas where we know that Jesus walked, or you're right in the area when when. His miracles or other events of scripture have taken place, and I always recommend folks to go at least twice now, I know that is a a pretty tall economic uh not economic but a a, a pretty tall, pretty tall mountain for some in terms of family budgets, but let me tell you how the experience goes. You go the first year. And you're 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 impacted with so many sights in a day. And depending on how much you have read your Bible through in years past, and you may have had this thought about what this place looks like, and then you see it. Even when you stand on the stable, on the mound, or the stables in the valley of Armageddon, in the Jezreel's Valley, and you look out where the battle's going to take place, it's different just reading about it. Well, the first year... You're just, I mean, you're taking pictures, you're taking notes, and and you get back and you're overwhelmed. I mean, you're really crammed with that 7 or 10-day visit. But then when you go back the second time, you kind of know what you're going to see because you're going to most of the same places again. But then you're prepared and you get a chance to go a little bit deeper, a little bit deeper with each site. Boy, I tell you what. After you've you've had a couple visits like that, the the word just opens up in front of you. It's almost as as if in the spirit you're you're almost transformed uh, to that site, and then transformed in your mind as to what happened at that site. It is a tremendous encouragement. So I tell you what, I'm not done with my protocol and I'm dreaming of the day that I'm declared cure of leukemia and I'm dreaming of the day which I think is almost at hand and now if anything it's held back by the coronavirus. I'm looking forward to dreaming about the day where I am cleared by my medical team at Moffitt Cancer Center to board a plane And to travel international. I am so hungry to go back to Israel. I'm so hungry to spend time with that place that just feels like home. So I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming. And today we've done, we're talking about dreaming today. We've done different topics as I've led you through different aspects of our walk with Jesus over the last two or three weeks. And so... Today, I leave you with the thought of dreaming. For some of you, you have may have never dreamed. For others, it's, Bill, can I even dream again? Yes, you can. Ask the Lord to lead and to guide you. It is, um, it is awesome to have that relationship with the Lord. And that is so much of the richness. Well, coming up in just a few moments, the Im- most important part of the day, I think, on WTBN and certainly for the Bill Bunkley Show, we're going to ask our guest pastor in in just a moment, Pastor Steve Wells with the North Point Church, and he's going to be sharing a word and praying for us in our community, praying for the world. I'll be right back.
23: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Wall Street closed out its best week in 45 years on Thursday after the Federal Reserve launched its latest titanic effort to support the economy through the coronavirus outbreak. The central bank announced programs to provide up to $2.3 trillion in loans to households, local governments, and businesses as the country tips into what economists say may be the worst recession in decades. The Fed's actions completely overshadowed a government report that another 6.6 million people applied for unemployment benefits last week. Stock investors expected such dismal numbers and are looking ahead to a possible economic rebound. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has been moved out of intensive care where he was being treated for the new coronavirus as his government told Britons to prepare for several more weeks on lockdown. On Wall Street, the dot by 285 points. More details at srnnews.com.
16: There's a virus spreading across the country, but I'm not referring to the one you think. I'm talking about a different pandemic, the left's attack on free speech. But one film is fighting back, No Safe Spaces, featuring Salem Radio Network's Dennis Prager and comedian Adam Carolla. And now you can watch No Safe Spaces from the comfort of your home at nosafespaces.com. Watch this film that Hollywood, Netflix, and the left doesn't want you to see. Go to nosafespaces.com now.
18: Not all kids with crooked teeth can afford braces. Luckily, there's donated orthodontic services from the American Association of Orthodontists. Kids who
24: qualify can be matched with a volunteer orthodontist. Visit aaoinfo.org.
9: Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station.
2: When was the last time the owner of a heating and A.C. company took time out to share helpful tips on keeping your A.C. trouble-free? Learn how to save money and time on costly repairs and maintenance fees during Keeping It Cool with Josh Cabrera, owner of ACS Home Services, Central Florida's heating and cooling experts. Visit acshomeservices.com and listen to Keeping It Cool, Saturday mornings at 11 on Facebook, Faith Talk, AM 570 and
3: 910. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Do you have COVID-19 symptoms, need testing, and are a Hillsborough County resident? Call 813-272-5900 to qualify and get registered for a free test. Insurance is not required. Visit hcflgov.net slash stay safe for more information. That's hcflgov.net slash stay safe.
16: Hey, we're back, and I have good news. The rain
4: is about to end. This is not going to be a 40-year rain event. COVID-19, we're going to beat it. We're going to get ahead of it, and uh, we're going to do it. Exactly alongside of the leadership of the Lord Jesus Christ in our life, hey welcome back. This is uh, what has become the most important part of my show, and uh, we're going to continue this daily opportunity to hear from our area one of our area or national or global pastors during this time to share a word of uh, the thought for this day as well as to pray for our community. And today, a very special guest. In fact, this church was a a recipient of our Ministry Impact Award uh, back when uh, God was leading them through uh, their uh, home facility. And as we know, the church building itself is not the church, it's the people that are in it. Of course, I'm talking about North Point Church. And today, we're honored to have uh, their senior pastor, Steve Wells, with us and uh, Pastor Wells, it is good to have you with us on this program to to just share what you have on your heart to, to give us
18: some encouragement. Man, what a joy! Thank you so much for uh, for you know allowing me to be a part of this and to to speak to the uh, audience today. Uh, man, this is certainly unprecedented times. That's something that um, you ha- you you can't help but hear that phrase uh, echoed in in uh, every political leader, financial analyst, uh, religious leader. Uh, sociologist I mean, everyone 's calling it these unprecedented times, and so uh, you hit the nail on the head, um, you know when you said the church is not the building um, man uh, we have uh, all all the churches globally now are realizing uh, even more so that you don 't need the building now. thank God for technology but um, but it 's just amazing to watch all that god 's doing so thank you for including me today on the call.
4: Oh no, we are honored. you know we had made some comparisons all week about um, uh, the Passover, uh, the actual Passover in Egypt, and how all of the uh, of the uh, the Jewish folks very quickly had to prepare and had to put the the blood of the lambs on the doorposts and across the top of their doors. And we talked about the fact that we're hunkered down now. And uh, even as I'm I'm thinking of where we are at today, you know, uh, not too long after uh, the resurrection is celebrated, you know, Christians were very much persecuted in Jerusalem. Christians had to almost go in hiding. So, that's another historical event of people being hunkered down. Well, we've had to be hunkered down because of this play of the coronavirus. But you know, for Christians, uh, even though it's many generations uh, previous to this, uh, Pastor Wells, this is something that we have had to do at various times through our history. So even though we've got underground churches in China and they have to experience this all the time, this has been something that we, if had it not been for this particular virus, we would never have to be living the way we're living. Have you given that some thought?
18: Boy, absolutely. You know, it's funny you say that because uh, what I'll be addressing to our church on Sunday is really coming right off of that vein. Obviously, we're celebrating the resurrection. Um, but as, as uh, we celebrate the resurrection, we have to remember that, uh those three days uh prior to jesus' resurrection um the disciples in the the early church, especially the early church leaders were going through some of their biggest times of doubt. They were at unprecedented times. They were asking this question. This is the question we'll be talking about Sunday is what in the world is going on? I mean, good grief, mm-hmm. everything was just kind of falling apart for them. They were hunkered down. And, um, and what we do know is they went from hunkered down kind of cowardly moments to these incredible emboldened people when they saw the resurrected Christ and were, were willing to be martyred for their faith. And so, um, and, and what I just want to encourage, uh, all the listeners today, as you're as you're thinking this through, there there would have been a moment, probably in the uh, in that room where the disciples were gathering together, trying to make sense of it all, trying to figure out what it is that has just happened, and and reconciling it. And and I have to imagine that maybe you know, and I have to kind of read into um, the, the the human nature of the spirit as people were as they, as the disciples were grieving, as Mary and John and Martha and the disciples were all gathered up there their silence would turn to tears and then human nature then would go to blame and denial all the different signs of the grieving process. Um, but then when they get to this, this blame side of it, they're probably just turning around. They want to blame Judas. They want to blame Peter for denying him. They they just they, they want someone to, to kind of experience, somewhere to vent their emotions out. But in the midst of all of that, maybe that was taking place in, in human nature, and that's how I'm just kind of saying in human nature, we can kind of sense this is probably going on. What if, is, what, what if it was that, that uh, John himself would speak up and break the silence and say something like, just kind of in a whispered sound, in this world you will have trouble but take heart, I've overcome the world. And maybe one of the disciples would turn to John and say, say that again, what was that? And, and he would repeat the words of Jesus Christ that would then be the conversation, the fire starter um, of Matthew and Mark and John talking about those things that they've heard Jesus say because they didn't perceive everything that Jesus had said up to this point. They, they, they didn't understand all of the foreshadowing. And, and although Jesus was so clear with them, They still didn't quite get it, but then they would go back and and read God's Word uh, or rehearse God's Word. Back then they were reciting God's Word of what He said to them, and it was in that that they were able to build and encourage and strengthen their faith. And so that's the message I want to carry to the church today, is that we're asking that question, hey, this is unprecedented times. What in the world is going on? It's more than just a virus. When you look at the news today, um, all across the news there is just just one thing after another another that just makes us scratch our heads going, good grief, what's happening in this world? And so I I think what we have to do is in those times, we just go back to scripture. And so my challenge to, to us is right now, go back to scripture, see if Jesus was talking about days like today. And I believe he is. I believe the Lord is preparing for his return. And I'm excited about that. I'm not trying to scare people with it, but I believe that he's setting things up for that. I mean, if you think about it, Bill, what's exciting to me is that every church, from the smallest of congregations to the largest of congregations are now online. And, if in, and God has ma- maximized his message now to get out to the entire world. And so uh, he's setting things up, I think, for an incredible new normal, a new church, a new day. Uh, and I think we're, we're blessed to be a part of it. Um, and boy, what an exciting day we're living in. Absolutely.
4: If you're just joining us, you're listening to voice of Pastor Steve Wells, senior pastor at North Point Church uh, there in Land of the Lakes. Let me give you their website. That's northpointfl.org, and that's P-O-I-N-T-E. That's N-O-R-T-H-P-O-I-N-T-E-F-L.org northpointfl.org and if you want to connect with them about their services or maybe uh, you have a spiritual question you can go to their website to check that out you know pastor we've been kind of hunkered down and I thought about the early well you're right uh, going back uh, the disciples uh, when they were hiding in secret some of them were venturing out you had uh, the ongoing doubting of Thomas so they're hiding out then early Christians, after that, they had to hide out, and uh, when the persecution would come, and then I thought about the fact, as we're all experiencing, how this being by ourselves is—it just, it just doesn't feel right. It's just oh. not, uh, you know, it's just—we just, were made for one another. And then I remember the verse. And maybe this, and I want you to comment on this, Pastor, and this verse is starting to mean so much more than maybe many of us who've been veteran Christians in church all the time. But how about that verse, forsake not the assembling of yourselves, because, you know, God created us, Jesus knows us, and and when we have to be alone, and I'm thinking about the underground church in China and Iran, but the idea that when you can, you've got to come together you've got to do church together and boy how we are yearning for that this very moment talk about that
18: boy! absolutely yeah hebrews ten twenty five. i mean we don't forsake the assembly of ourselves and uh and you're, you're right we were made for community god's designed us uh to do community together but i think the greatest community um that we have forsaken is not on the social side and the friend side it's been the community found in our families uh, I know that in, in my family with teenagers, um, it is so easy to be all uh, all at home in the same house but be all alone doing something else. And, um, and with the schedules now that my teens are driving uh, dinners at home and those moments are just fewer and fewer, but it's not just on the teenage side. It's on the elementary age side, the parental side, and so I think the first bit of community that I think God's gifted us with. RV Brown was talking about this the other day, is is that we've got to take advantage of and make the most of every opportunity that God's given us right now to pour back in to our family. I mean, how valuable is that right now? It's a season I I preached a couple weeks ago on Ephesians five ten through seventeen, reminding our church that uh, we need to in these seasons right now, as as the church is kind of stuck in the middle. you know, as much as we are the church and we need to be in the community and, and for the community, um, we're kind of stuck in the middle because of social distancing. And so there's this kind of pregnant pause as we are preparing to re engage with culture. And so we need to be doing everything right now to prepare for that re engagement uh, and, um, and, and making sure we understand that when the church comes back into swing, that it's not just the, that the community recognizes that. The churches now have cars in the parking lot again, but they actually can feel us come back into the culture. And in order to do that, in the, in the gap that we're sitting in right now, we need to apply Ephesians 5, 10-17, and that is carefully determine what pleases the Lord. So ask God, you know, what is it right now that I can do that would please you uh, with my family and my, and my time I get to spend with them? Uh, the next part of the verse is make the most of every opportunity. Again, what's God teaching us? And the final part of that passage is don't act thoughtlessly. And so, man, we can be scrolling through our, our news feeds and our social media, our television channels, our radio broadcasts, podcasts, and we can just get so much consumer content, but that's not necessarily going to please the Lord unless you're doing something that's edifying you and preparing preparing. preparing you for that re-entry as we, um, as the church, really comes back on the scene in a world that's going to be different. Um, And I'd love for them to see the Christian, uh, our body of faith, um, stronger and more pronounced um, and let people see, man, they've got something that that we don't have. Uh, They've got momentum and excitement, and there must be a reason, and that reason is Jesus Christ.
4: Mm. You know, Pastor, got about a minute left or a minute and a half. I want to talk for just a second about uh, our witness You know the Bible talks about two types of people. Uh, One type we read in we read in the Proverbs about being a scoffer. Oh man, all this, everything. Oh 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 oh. And then we've got the other person. And I'm thinking about Barnabas, constant encourager. Gave up all of his land, put all of his uh, sold his belongings, his land, brought all of those in for the entire church there in Jerusalem to share. And he was others oriented. You know, how we come out of this and what we telegraph as individual Christians, it's part of what uh, I think God is watching. And, yes, God will judge us uh, in in the point of if we're saved, we're not going to be eternally judged. But you know what? We have an opportunity to be ambassadors and how we act
18: coming out of this is important. Talk about that for just a moment. Man, absolutely. You know, 1 Peter 3 reminds us that we need to always be prepared to give an answer for the hope that we have in us, but he also says to do that with gentleness and respect. That's that truth and love element. Um, man, I, I don't know about you, but I just cannot stand uh, any person of faith who has all this biblical knowledge but is just absolutely brash and harsh the way they deliver it. I, I, I want to mm. be so far away from them. I only want to be near people who are humble and transparent with their weaknesses and so i think that's going to be the key for the church is that we don't have to pretend to have it all figured out but we do need to make sure that the church understands that we're not perfect we're forgiven and we're trusting after the lord our lord and the savior to to just live a better life uh and to honor him with the time that we're given so yeah what a word what a word coming up next we're going to have pastor steve wells He's going to go
4: to the throne room on our behalf. And, of course, he's senior pastor at North Point Church. More of the Bill Buckley Show coming up. Don't go away. Be right back.
22: G'day. I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free. If you have a rodent or pest problem at your home or business, don't spray harmful toxic chemicals. Use Plug-In Pest Free, the electromagnetic pest control device that uses your wiring to get rid of pests fast. Just plug it in. I know a pest controller who was contracted to get rid of a cockroach infestation in a restaurant. He tried everything, even chemicals. Nothing worked. So he bought my Plug-In Pest Free Pro, and a few weeks later, the cockroach problem was well under control, and he was able to keep his contract. Plug-In Pest Free is not a sonic device. It's chemical-free and gets rid of pests safely and effectively for years. It comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a two-year warranty. Now that's fair income. Order today and get 20% off at gopestfree.com, promo code PEST20. That's gopestfree.com, promo code PEST20. Don't spray and regret, plug in, and forget with Plugin Pest Free.
18: Not all kids with crooked teeth can afford braces. Luckily, there's donated orthodontic services from the American Association of Orthodontists. Kids
24: who qualify can be matched with a volunteer orthodontist. Visit aaoinfo.org. This is Dan Proft for townhall.com. 36 states have COVID-19 death rates of one or less than one per 100,000. According to the CDC, the overall death rate in America in 2018 was 724 per 100,000. For influenza and pneumonia, it was 15 per 100,000. Projecting COVID-19's lethality rate is tricky because of the lack of denominator on the infected. However, CDC guesstimates 25 to 50 percent of the infected are asymptomatic. There's a good chance lethality rates could be much lower than current reporting indicates. Bristol University Management Professor Philip Thomas projects once mitigation efforts result in a GDP contraction of more than 6.84 percent, more lives will be lost than saved. Studies of previous recessions suggest that for every 1 percentage point increase in unemployment, the suicide rate increases by 1 per 100,000. Given what we know about COVID-19 and about the lives economic ruin takes, is a prolonged shutdown the right call? I'm Dan Proff.
1: Sponsored by ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom.
9: Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters
19: and this station.
10: Vicki, how you doing? How's the knee? It's coming along,
19: doctor, but still some soreness. Well, let's see. You know, this soon after surgery, some pain is pretty normal. I was hoping to get more painkillers. The first round worked great. We're
10: being very careful with those now. Prescription painkillers are opioids, same as heroin. It's easy to start taking them, not so easy to stop. Last year in
8: America, an average of 40 people died from opioid abuse every day.
10: Long-term addiction has become America's
8: newest health epidemic.
11: So no pills?
10: Vicki, you're doing great. So let's try these anti-inflammatories, plus your physical therapy. If the soreness doesn't continue to get better, give me a call. For opioids, the smaller
8: the dose prescribed and taken, the better. Because even a few prescription painkillers can sometimes go a long, wrong way. A message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons and the Orthopedic Trauma Association. Visit orthoinfo.org slash prescription safety.
3: Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com
12: church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in christ but between sundays how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled you can always find strength between sundays here on faith talk a.m 570 and a.m 910 but if you live in the lakeland winterhaven auburndale area check us out on fm 102.1 streaming at (laughs) letstalkfaith.com
4: All right, we're back. This is Bill Bunkley, and this is an opportunity for us in this, these final few moments that I'll be with you today to be able to go to the Lord in prayer. And joining us today, if you've been with us during the last segment, I'm uh, talking about, well, he's been voted pastor of the year. And uh, that nomination has come in from one Jose Cruz, one of our producers here. Jose and his family happened to go to uh, the North Point Church where uh, senior pastor Stephen Wells is serving. And uh, uh, Jose loves his pastor. And uh, we were talking about that earlier today. And so uh, I just wanted you to know, Pastor, in addition to winning our Ministry Impact Award some time back, that uh, you got a real fan. In one of your congregants here, and uh, I just want to thank you for your witness that you have been to him.
18: Uh, I'm humbled and honored, man. I'm just so blessed by Jose and his bride. Uh, Their family, just amazing family. So I love them to death, man.
4: Thank you, mm-hmm. sir. Mm-hmm. Well, it's all yours. Wherever the Lord His Spirit leads you, take us to the throne room, and uh, we're right there with you. Let's lift it up.
18: Amen, man. Father God, thank you so much for just the the opportunity to use technology, Father, to have a um, a, a broad reach that we can all come together in agreement and pray to you father we know that our prayer time that is to you goes directly to the throne room there's no uh there, there's no uh concern in our mind whatsoever that this is vain babbling lord this is direct communication to you and so Amen. father we we come right now into your holy uh your holy throne and and we realize of, of all the things that you're paying attention to in this globe father you care about our needs specifically. And so right now, Father, I just pray for uh, my, my, my brothers and sisters who are serving right now in churches in our community. Uh, these are definitely different times. We're required to be um, different, creative, um, and, but it's also um, we, we thrive on the relationships and we miss our church family so much. And yes, so Jesus, right so. now, God, I pray that you would just strengthen my brothers and sisters, those churches that are struggling financially right now, those that are struggling because they're not technology driven. They don't have uh, the ability to take uh, gifts online. I know, Lord, there's just got to be a lot of fear there, but I pray that they would put their faith in you, keep the main thing, the main thing, and instead of focusing on church preservation, that they would show, they would focus on the gospel proclamation, because, Lord, I know if we just keep the main thing, the main thing, that you're going to keep your church and your bride sustained. Father, we also pray for our church families and all of our listeners out there that are uh, dealing with the, the myriad of content that's coming into them right, right now that whether right. it whether it's content that that is just um, stressing them out or they're just overdone with it but but god i pray that you would just give them all a a, a, a dose of your grace and your peace come alongside those families i think right now those moms that are out there and those dads who are working at home and they have elementary kids that are just incapable yes, right so now oh to my. focus in oh front my. of a computer oh my. And so, Father, I pray that you would give them the ability to multitask in a, in a really great way so they can find joy in this season. Father, I know that your hand is at work on this global issue, and I know, Lord, that you uh, have promised to return one day, and I pray that you would give this technology boost that's happening right now. Let your gospel go just gangbusters across the world this Easter, as, the, as your gospel message is proclaimed, I pray, Lord, that um, it will have incredible fruit, that we would see multiple lives surrendered to you through Easter. Yes. May this be the greatest Easter ever for the, for the change of lives and souls. Father, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Mm-hmm.
4: Amen and amen. And by the way, if, uh, if you're thinking about coming to the Lord or maybe you want to rededicate your life and uh, you don't have a church home. Let me make a recommendation. Check out the church family at North Point Church. That website is northpointfl.org. That's northpointfl.org, and point is spelled P-O-I-N-T-E. northpointfl.org senior pastor has been with us today and that's Steve Wells either he or someone with his staff would love to talk to you about not only their ministries but also if you want to seek counsel of that all important decision and so um, Pastor Steve, thank you so much for being with us today. And uh, your, uh, your humbleness and uh, how you represent our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, certainly uh, is well known. And I thank you for spending time of, of your day to be with us today. Hope you have a very, very thoughtful, as you will, a good Friday, but a very blessed Easter Sunday. Thanks for being with us. You too,
18: Bill. It's an honor to be on your show today.
4: God bless you, my friend. God bless you. Amen and amen. Well, we're going to wrap up this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show, reminding you tomorrow we go from Monday, Thursday, we're going to go to Good Friday. We have some special programming tomorrow. Actually, it's a time where we get a chance to go and be with our families. And so, I don't know about you, but, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to that opportunity. So it's going to be up until Monday, until I'm back with you at 3 o'clock, but tomorrow... I have my special Good Friday programming coming up at 3 o'clock. invite you to join us for that. We'll also are going to have our Pastor of the Day segment at 530 and special features from uh, not only Focus on the Family, uh, uh, about uh, geared toward our Good Friday Easter weekend, but we've got some suggestions for you that Movie Guide is going to come along with of some online activities uh, that's going to be special for you. Just reminding you that uh, Tony Evans, Dr. Tony Evans, is going to have a men's event tomorrow on Good Friday. On Sunday, CBN is going to have several different programs about uh, sunrise service at the Garden Tomb in Jerusalem. On the Reels channel, there's opportunities for movie guide content. Hey, all of that is right here. God bless you. Until next week, thank you so much for for being here, and I'm praying for you. God bless and... Have a blessed weekend.